Howdy folks, my name is Shark Johnson and you're listening to Rad Dad Radio episode 30. You're tuning in to a great show and I am so excited to be sharing this wonderful podcast episode with my lovely brother, Creamy Johns. Hello, Creamy Johns. How y'all doing? My name's Creamy Johns. You're all right, boy. You're all all right, boy. You're all right, boy. You're going to be all right. How y'all doing? (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. This is not our real accents, but we're doing them right now. We're doing it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, Yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all, probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things, that go with the push. Feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the law, nigga, grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the trap that I'm making, but all the hustlers, they love it just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block. Like a running back, get it, man, I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight from the block. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Rad Dad Radio, episode Get 30. Get it. Again, my name's Shark Johnson. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Tonight's going to be a great show. We are going to catch up on some games. John is my favorite time of the year. We're going to start the countdown to Halloween. That's right. It's our Halloween episode, which means uh, basically the moment those leaves start to change their colors. It's time to start thinking about the spooks and the the ghouls and the goblins and the trolls and the werewolves and the vampires and the skeletons <coughs> and the candy and the and the the fake spider webs and and glow in the dark stuff. Yeah, it's Halloween time and we're going to go ahead and start our our first of 4 weeks. 5 weeks? First of 5 weeks until we get to Let's Halloween. Do 5 weeks. We Let's got do 5, five. weeks. 5 weeks until we get to Halloween. Um we're going to do a uh, pretty fun uh, uh, Halloween-themed top three. we got all kinds of fun movies to talk about. We're going to dip into our first rando-ween. Uh, John doesn't even know what that is, but we're going to get into that. And then there's a couple bit of uh, fun news tidbits. Rad Dad Radio is a podcast for dads, dudes, dorks, and dames. We come from the spirit and the passion that believes that fathers are, it's okay to have a life. It's okay to have fun things to do when your kids go to bed and your wives are passed out on a uh, too much red wine and Xanax. I think that's a it's an okay <laughs> thing to buy comic books and play video games and read books and uh, uh, watch movies that you like and you pick and uh, and that's what this podcast is all about. It's about living that best life um, while still being a good dad all at the same time. We are part it's, of the. It's possible. A lot of people it, don't know. It's possible. You can do it both. We can do it, and this is an, uh, a thirty-step guide on how to do that. So far, <laughs> um, we are going to. Uh, uh, we're going to get into it right now, John. Um, we're part of the podcast right now network. Uh, podcast right now is a lovely podcast starring Creamy Johns and Carl Charlberry and Joe Gazera and Kevin Shaw and uh, they they talk about all manner of current events and fun geeky stuff and so if you like the flavor of Rad Dad Radio go ahead and check out podcast right now I do have 
uh, I have a question, a follow-up question from your latest episode, John. It's in sure. regard. It's in regard to the the dog, uh, the dog thing that happened at the bar. That was um, that was upsetting <laughs> to me. Why don't you? Yeah, uh, no, it to... was upsetting to everyone there. It got very <laughs> quiet in the bar. I suppose we should like in in a in a minute retell the story. But yeah, basically, catch there were people up. a whole bunch of. I was at a trivia event that I do on Thursday nights at Elevator 13th Floor Tap Room. Great tap room, great brewery. Uh, love these guys, and um, yeah, we're going through the trivia show, and and it was just more than the usual amount of dogs there, and so they allow a lot of dogs, and so it happened at least two times throughout the trivia uh, happenings that um, like all the dogs would sound off and just like st- start barking like crazy at each other, and uh, and I, I even commented on the mic like, hey. Uh, all the, all these you guys handle your bitches you know like what's going on with all these dogs all right we're good everyone's good okay all right, and we would move on with trivia at the end of the night i missed it i didn't see it happen but something happened in the space and all all the other humans reacted i turned <gasps> over there was a man um uh that was like sort of like pinning a dog to the ground it's a okay. cement floor it's a, what kind of, what kind of a, dog was it um, I, th- I think you call it like a Great Dane, maybe, or, uh, or okay. like a it's a big a dog, pincher, a Doberman pincher. Yeah, large dog. It's you know, like it's like it's like a thin dog, and then it has like has all the all the black skin, but then a little bit of brown on his on his lippies. And okay. I'm not good at dog breeds. Okay, you call that. Anyway, it sounds like a Rottweiler or a Doberman, maybe. Yeah, maybe Doberman. So, anyways, big dog, long legs, long bod, sleek coat. Um, he's got it. He's got it pinned to the ground, and this is when I turn around and see what's going on. It was, I, I heard a ruckus, and then everyone turned. But the, then you turn over, and this guy's got his his pup pinned to the ground, two hands on the neck area, and then his face is like dripping blood onto the floor. His and, face? Um, Where on his face? Uh, it was hard to tell. It was hard to tell. I was trying to get in there and get a good look, but also you had to be respectful of like whatever was going the on. Situation. Yeah, you didn't want to be a. So you know, wait, a, didn't you also Johnny say previous in another week or another show a dog nipped you, bit you as well? Yeah, I, I mentioned that. Uh, it was the same dog. I got I got tagged on the leg. Um, okay. It was sort of my fault. So I had a, a gallery showing, and I was I was in between my rounds of trivia. I do four rounds of trivia in a night, and it's like buzz-in style trivia. And I like to, I like to socialize, I like to do a lap. And I was promoting, I was uh, shamelessly uh, sh- uh, self-promoting my my gallery show that I had going on uh, for my arts, my doodles. That's at Egbert Cream on Instagram if you want to see my arts. And I'm doing a lap. I'm handing out some uh, some information on that. And I I step into the shadows, or what I think is the shadows, but really. This is a dark dog underneath the table, and I step on this dog's uh, like paw or leg or something, and like within a second, this little the canine retaliated uh, and 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 chomped me in the leg. Didn't break skin. It was on top of my shorts, and I had like a like a minor bruise for okay. uh, the following week or something. No big deal. And then the next week, all this breaks out. And it's the same dog, and this is the dog's owner. And what's cool is I followed up with this guy tonight. Uh, we're recording this uh, Thursday, the third of December, October, December, October. How dare you? Excuse me. And um, yeah, uh, he's fine. 
it was super it was very it was like very small like marks that he had so even a week later it was or i guess it would have been two weeks later then because this was a while ago since uh since this happened yeah two weeks um he had like a little scratch in between his eyes and then a, a small scratch like kind of on his cheek just above where like a beard line would be and he was fine and i talked to them they did not have their dog this week or okay. tonight um there was only one dog there tonight and she was a sweetheart her name was betsy um and uh yeah it was just a it was just a it was just a weird thing to turn around and after a big commotion and be like oh my god i think that dude got his face bit off and it really it wasn't i don't think it was it was that bad but you know what it's like when you when you see blood in real life not in yeah. our video games and our fun horror movies was that it we a like lot to of talk blood? about in our, um it was like drops but okay but but you know what I mean. So, like, so here, here's my question. Here's my question. Um, first off, what, did anyone react like angrily at the dog owner? Like, what the, what the fuck, man? Your dog, like, get your dog under control. Especially since he's a two-time offender. Did, did, was that part of the situation at all? Well, I don't know how public the first offense was for everyone there. Um, it's a pretty large space and it's a loud space, so. I'm sure that happened between me, the table that was with the dog, um, and you know maybe a surrounding table. But like, I don't I don't know that that how public that was, and then, or or how like, how like how many people saw that um, the the first like Johnny bite, and then as far as being mad at the owner, the owner was the one that was bit in the face. And he was oh. the one holding it down. Yeah, so he's... Oh, so, no, I turn weird. around. There's a commotion. Okay. I turn around. He's holding it, and it's his face dripping. Oh, wow. Okay. So, All right, that changes it. Because yeah. when I was listening to that story on the podcast right now... Did, it, did we not tell it right? Did it seem like someone else had been bitten in the face? Well, and I may not have heard all the details, you know. But for me, my first thought was, I, I don't know, out here, especially in Denver... That kind of stuff does not go well. Like Denver's one of the rare cities where pit bulls aren't even allowed in the city of Denver. Yeah. You know, well, and, and it's like illegal to have a pit yeah. bull. Um, well, well, yeah. I mean, there's certain breeds that are more aggressive than others, and so so that and and then also the um, the brewery has sort of gone through like a a little bit of a you know facelift as far as like their marketing is concerned, and so like all over a lot of their advertisements and um, you know posters and table tents and things like that is like they they're going with this like dogs welcome kind of vibe because they got a big garage it's a door weird they market to up. go for yeah they bring they got treats there for the doggies they put water out if your dog has a, if your dog needs to hydrate whatever you, whatever you need and so they're really pushing this whole like yeah bring your pups and um, it just so happened this week um, you know like six people brought their dogs and which is also that can create a problem in its own you know what i mean like uh you get oh yeah even good dogs you get too many of them together there's going to be a commotion sometimes but also if you don't have your like dog kind of locked down or or like trained properly or i mean Mm -hmm. i i I don't i don't know i've never had to train a dog so i don't want to talk too much shit but sure um it's a loud environment, right? Everyone's drinking, and for a trivia event that I do, yeah. it's like 
as far as like audio and just um, the acoustics of the room and the energy level of all the people around this dog. Like if your dog's not um, kind of honed in, uh, this could be like a real stressful environment sure. for a dog because so, it's it's just so, like it's loud and then it's quiet yeah. and then music comes out of the speaker. It might be like metal music or it might be lounge or like who like it's well, all here's, over so the place. So here's my as question: Here, stuff. Yeah, here's my question. So, um, I guess, do you feel? Uh, I I, I guess it, I guess. If that was if so, if that what happened to you, you know, you stepped on the dog's foot, the dog nipped you. In most it cases, so fast, by the way, like, like it was. Do you feel like a it's split the, second. Do you feel like it's like a bad dog if a dog bites in any way, shape, or form? Like, do you feel like there's no like what's your level of tolerance when it comes to a dog? Dog's aggression. You know, like if a, a obviously there's barking, there's scratching, there's jumping, there's um just like and then there's sure. of course biting but like what's your like when would it have not been cool for you in that well, situation i'm i'm biased so like all dogs to me are not cats so like i already yeah. am on board with like all dogs <laughs> as a i have like a real cat issue as a species like a, and a pet yeah yeah I just i like i'm not a cat guy um and Don't like, you have like two so cats like, or one cat yeah, yeah, you should probably like get them both euthanized whenever you can. Whatever, whatever weekend's good for you. I'm, okay. I'm just not a cat guy. I don't like yeah. it. Um, okay. I've been around too many like, um, and 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 to be fair, the the cats, those uh, satanic uh, little demon animals, oh, lazy gateway, Egyptian uh, gateway to hell. Yeah, yeah, or are selfish. You know, just like oh yeah, just feed me. Yeah, just like. Uh, and then they puke sometimes. Do your cats vomit? Do your cats like puke? Oh uh, no, Ollie, Ollie, uh, Ollie does revenge shits and pukes. Like if I don't feed him or empty his litter box, he will shit in a really public place or puke in a public place, as a way to be like, you better feed me next time. So, yeah. but we've made him. He's almost entirely an outdoor cat now. Um, so we hardly That's ever a, have yeah. to do. We no, have to. I got, har- and, I, and I got no problems with like farm cats, you know, like yeah. outside cats, like the you know the the one in twelve that's like missing an eye because it got an infection, but just yeah. decided to live its or, life. Anyways. Or if one goes missing, like, no one cares, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good with farm cats. I got no problem there. Um, yeah, but um, so so like I I'm already biased. Like I think all dogs are. I'm, and that's probably wrong. Like, if you have a service dog, like, I'm the asshole that's like, oh, what a cute pup. And I just start reaching for its face, you know? Sure. And it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't pet this dog. This is a service dog. Um, I, I understand that that's the situation for a lot of, you know, pet owners. But um, but I guess to answer the question, though, like, sure. in, that, in that situation, when would it have not been cool? Like, if you got bit in the face, would you have been – how would you have reacted? I'd have been pissed. I'd have, yeah, I would have been upset about it. Um, and then I guess the follow up to that is, it was what also if... like the it was the dog the, so there was the guy that was holding this dog down uh, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. That when this when this transpired, but like, um, the the girl that is the dog owner, she's like a like a super weirdo too. Like I'm not like a fan of her, just from like on a on an acquaintance level like kind of getting to know her okay. um 
so she like, like uh, one of those Billy Billy Eilish well? types, <laughs> like one of those uh, like likes her dog more than people kind of types of people. She she seems like a it's it's a whole nother story. It's like she is um, well. I guess here this is the question I've been she, trying to get she to. She plays trivia every week. She came in alone and didn't know anyone and like kind of like barnacled onto another team and then like. I don't know, made one of friends those. with them. <laughs> I actually yeah. I appreciate that. That's fine. But I guess in your in, in your situation when you got bit on the shorts and, and it just bruised you, how would you have reacted to that exact same situation if it was like your oldest kid? Like if it was your seven year old or your eight year old? Oh yeah, it would have been way different. I mean I I evaluated the situation. I looked at the damage done and I said, Oh, this is passable. Like we we don't yeah. have to involve lawyers in this, you know. Um, move on with the night. I, I'm a tough man. I uh, this will bruise. Yeah, I, I, actually, I didn't know it would bruise. It hurt. I mean, it, it it happened really quick. So it wasn't until like ten minutes after it happened that I was like, oh shit, I kind of got. Oh, that's oh, my diabetes that's my medicine. Casio. That's my Casio going <laughs> off. Sorry, I'm a dad. I have a Casio. I wear a Casio. Casios um, are good watches. That's what Joe Rogan wears. <laughs> um. So I uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I hope that never happens. I think I so think I would I lose. I I think I, I would lose my shit if a dog even showed aggression yeah. towards one of my kid. I would just be like, "You need to get that." Well, and here's the thing. I have so I have a hundred pound dog. He's a Alaskan Malamute. He's intimidating looking. If you're are if you're nervous about dogs, my dog looks like you know something out of the gray, starring Liam Neeson, which we talked about last episode. Hell but, yeah. Um. He's never even he barely barks and I've never I've never seen him get aggressive even kind of. And he's a big uh, sweetheart, he's a big puppy. Oh yeah, I've seen him under a pile of children and he's been completely fine, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I was watching these videos, so you know, there's your YouTube holes, but now there's these like Facebook video holes holes and like cuz the videos just roll into it. And it's all smart AI. So it's showing you exactly what it thinks you want to see, which turns out the more of those videos to watch, the more videos it's going to show you that you want to see. So you can quickly lose a lot of time. And the other day on my feed, it was like one of those, um, I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook, John, but like it'll be a blanked out, the video will be blanked out and it says um, like extreme content warning. And you have to click a button to actually show the video. So I'm like, uh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna... I've seen that on Instagram, and it usually excites me. Yeah, well, and I don't like watching police shoot people or the other way around. Like, I, I, I'm careful. No, I, I, like, that affects my day. That I, <laughs> yeah, typically the pages I see it on, um, I follow. It, it's it's really tame, actually, the stuff that I've clicked on that. And it's like, oh, okay, well, this is just, like, a hunting photo. And it shows a guy yeah. with... A, a bloody you know, like deer a, or something. Uh, uh, yeah, some killer elk, you know, and he's like posing with a dead animal. I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't offend me. So at the all. one, That's... the one I watched the other day, it was a woman and like small, like fufu dog. Like I'm gonna say a spaniel kind of breed. Like kind of, we had a dog growing up called Muffin. It was like that kind of dog, like a little fluffy ankle biter kind of dog. Yeah, yeah. And she's walking one way, and then this other lady has a pit bull. And she's walking towards the foo-foo dog. And John, the pit bull, just bends down, grabs the foo-foo dog by the neck, shakes it, 
oh, and no. <laughs> won't let go of it. And people are screaming and going crazy. And the dog is dead. And so I did a little research. It turns out the pit bulls have a really wide face, like a wide mouth. And so oh, yeah. when when they bite, their teeth spread out. So their their bite bites bites down and then out. And that is because when it bites something on the back of the neck, it separates the spine from the, the skull. Oh yeah, it's like and a so handful of the vertebrae moment in that, its mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The moment that pit bull bit the dog, <laughs> it was fucking dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and no. So here's the thing. I watched the video. So guess what now is will showing you, up hey, on my you, feed? Will you link that to me? Will you like link me that? Or I'll try to find it. But so it turns it. out there are multiple <laughs> videos of pit bulls doing this to small little, you know, boutique dogs uh, and killing them. What and they it's call like, them, like little, um, yeah, it's like call those little perch, like purse, purse dogs. Yeah, little purse riders. Yeah. yeah, little purse riders. Yeah. That's the term. Yeah, dogs that you can shampoo in the sink, that kind of thing. And yeah. Turns out there's a lot of videos like this. Uh, there, a lot of them are from those nests, like doorbell cameras and stuff. And I don't know, man. Why? I think we have to remind ourselves that all dogs come from wolves. Doesn't matter how big or how small they are. And uh, I think here's my new theory. I think any dog that you have, to, it takes two hands to pick it up, could could actually either kill you or severely mess you up if it really wanted yeah. to. Um, there's a great, well, I, um, there's I a great, my leg- wife, this was, this was like maybe a month or two ago. And, um, her parents are like shelter, like, uh, like, oh yeah. Uh, they like, what do you, a- what do you call that? Like adoption, like adoption angels. Or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're part of a bunch of like, they're part of like a bunch of websites and all this. And anyways, they were like busy one day and, uh, wife asked me, um, you know, Hey, there's, there's this dog that my parents want to pick up from the pound. Um, and they, you know, they can't, they can't pick it up right now, but if they don't get it soon, they're going to like put it down or some shit. And, uh, uh, you know, is, is it cool if we have the dog over at our house for most of the day? And I oh, said, that's no, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Well, no, no. I just said no right out of the gate. Yeah. Cause I was like, listen, uh, you know, we got, we have two little, we have two little girls here at the house and, we don't know this dog at all and we have no information and she like she was upset at me but i mean i i feel like i had to make you know sort of executive decision there and just be like absolutely not we don't we don't know we don't know what this dog is yeah i mean dogs can dogs have fucked people up it's not a secret (laughs) you know what i mean well yeah well and i mean this well welcome to dog chat everybody but i just wanted i just wanted to get your like (laughs) internal feelings on the whole situation because uh I don't know. I, I feel flipped, like man. I feel I like flipped. I would have handled that differently if I got nipped. Even if I stepped on a dog's foot, I feel like um, and that was because, the weird part. Was like I felt like I was to blame a little bit. It was like, well, well we I all on him and he Egberts reacted. Are notoriously so maybe it's a guilty. totally normal dog, <laughs> and it just that was like a weird yeah. scenario. And then and then one week later, it bites its own owner's face. Yeah, well, <laughs> crazy, that, man. Yeah, that dog that makes me nervous, man. If I was that bar owner, I would be like, listen, bud, you're on probation. You know, like yeah, you got to get yeah. your shit together. All right, well, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, just let's to, move on. Yeah, just to down. move on. Um, <laughs> if you're listening right now on Mixler, uh, um, you are you're listening to Rad Dad Radio in the best possible way. Um, take a minute, uh, 
if you're at a stoplight or you're not driving, you're in a safe sp spot, go to the App Store on your phone, download, download Mixler, M-I-X-L-R, get the app, um, go to Rad Dad Radio, search us up, and follow us. And then you get a little ding dong whenever uh, whenever we go live, and that is hands down the best way to interact with the show. You can uh, talk to us, you can chat with us right now, um, ask questions, give give your two cents into the show. We do trivia, top three, all kinds of fun little interactive things, and we really love that. That's the that's half the reason we do a live podcast. Uh, the other half is because we don't have to edit, <laughs> so you're kind of getting it raw. Raw dog, uh, just to go back people to the last that, conversation. People that do podcasts and edit the podcast, you guys are out of your mind. It's too Who's much. Who's got the time? What are you going to do? Well, Record and, a two-hour podcast and then listen and edit and a two-hour podcast? If you're so trying to be, hours. and I listen, I listen to a podcast called Boys and Ghouls. It's a monthly podcast. They, it's a highly produced. They put a lot of sound clips. They're really specific, like things you never hear from old scary movies and things like that. And I appreciate that, but that's a monthly podcast, and I'm sure that takes that dude lots of work to put that together. But that's not this podcast, ladies and gents. You're getting you're getting the real thing. You're gonna get the ums and the ups and the lip smacks, and you know we're yeah, we're baby. we're getting better as we go. So listen to us on uh, Mixler.com. Um, also, if you want to send us an email, ask us any questions, you can email us at raddadradio1, the number one, at gmail.com, or give us a call. You can actually leave a voicemail, and if it's entertaining enough, we'll put it on the show, 970-368-5694, or 970-FOWL-OX4, which is a if dead do, ox. It's been there for a, a while. If you do a southern accent, a uh, western accent, you, you're absolutely going to get on we'll get by, you on. by yeah. default. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear your best uh, Red Dead <laughs> character impersonation. Uh, I would love to hear that. Joel, do will you do Dutch again for me? I just love it so much when Dutch. you do Dutch. Dutch, gather round, gather round. Now I know <coughs> we've been through a hard time. <laughs> I love it. But one more job, and we will have all that we need to move on out of here. Mary, I know you've been wanting to get out of here for months. <laughs> You just gotta have faith. I feel like I faith. feel like we all have a little Dutch in us. I know I do. That's for sure, man. You got a good Dutch, though, man. <laughs> we were talking about Dutch from uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, Obvi. Yeah, play the game. Um, so, I would love to go right into top three, John. I don't know if you're. Um, let's do it, you, baby. If you're ready and ready for that, but let's get ready for top three. Um, top, top, top three. T to the O to the P to the three. Motherfucking listen, it's time for top three, yo. My name top is Shark and Creamy three. Johns. It's time to go, it's time to get it on. Top three, ladies top and gentlemen, three. boys and girls, and all those in between. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Rad Dad Radio. Let's on tonight's go. top three, we are gonna talk about the top Three things that we do to get into the Halloween spirit. It is my favorite time of year right now. Top three. Favorite time of year. So, John, top three things that you do. Maybe it's a ritual. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, I don't know. Maybe it's just something that you, a tradition, if you will. But it is October 3rd, as you guys are listening right now. Um, we have uh, five weeks until Halloween, um, if you, I guess four weeks from today. Um, so five Rad Dad episodes until we get to Halloween. 
And, uh, yeah, let's talk about the top three things that uh, you do to get into the Halloween spirit. John, you want to kick us off with your number three? Yeah, number three, plan that costume. It's early in the month. You have time. Um, oh, okay. For me, for me personally, it's um, it's easy. It's zombie every single year. Um, and what I do for my zombie costume is I try to – I do I do, I do like um, – I do like – a two-day, three-day zombie. So um, as far as, like, uh, decomposition and stuff like that goes, as far as, uh, you know, the zombie lore goes. A fresher. Fresher zombie. I'm, I'm a fresh zombie. And so what I do is I try to dress in a way that I normally – it's not my style, right? Um, okay. I don't know what my style is, but I have a style. Um, I try to dress in a way that makes me look like – Sorry about oh that. Something's <laughs> happening. Some Halloween um, music. Yeah, so like you, you have to start with a base like dress code. And for me, I go like um, I'm, a, I'm a white man, you know, I'm not going to shave my beard. So like I, I'm, I'm just like a white guy and I try to do like no hat. I, I typically wear a ball cap. No, no ball cap. Uh, you know, just like a button up shirt. Um you know, a vest if you're really going wild. It, uh-huh. Thrift stores are great for this this sort of costume. But you want to dress like uh, um, like whatever your race is. So like, um, okay. yeah, that <laughs> I makes that, sense. I know that sounds weird uh, <laughs> or like stereotypical or something. I don't mean uh, to offend anybody, but you want you want to dress like like uh like what you like if you were an extra in a zombie movie, what would the costume designer put? Like, what clothes would they put you in? That's level one. Level two, a bunch of blood on the mouth and just, like, dark out the eyes. And okay. uh, maybe maybe sh- uh, shuffle your hair around. Uh, that's that's a good move. And then with the clothing that you've chosen, um, this can't be stuff from your normal wardrobe um, because you need to, like, grab some, like, dirt or uh, some, fi- uh, some fake blood that you used for your mouth and just, like kind of kind of rub that around uh I, I like a handprint on the chest like like you've recently that's you've that's, recently attacked that's where you got grabbed and, oh okay yeah yeah and so uh, and so i yeah i like to do the zombie costume okay. pretty much every year um if you if you can get a hold of um you know some white face paint what you want to do is you a little, a little dab will do you put that in the palm of your hand rub it between both hands all over the face and neck hands and then do like that's your first step and then and then apply blood and then dark around the eyes boom zombie it's an easy costume i mean yeah uh nighthawk who's listening on mixer he i've seen him as a zombie and he's he's a pretty scary he's a pretty scary zombie um yeah i well so my kid wants to be a vampire this year (laughs) so um we're thinking we're gonna be like the the family will be like Monster Squad. So Lori's going to be like a mummy. Um, Jasper's going to be like a little Frankenstein, little cute little Frankenstein. And then... Uh, That's your little babe. Yeah. yeah. Then the Ripper's going to be a little Vampress, little vampire, little, little, uh, little, you know, little, little vampire, little bloodsucker. And then little I'm, bloodsucker, th- yeah. I'm thinking of going, uh, going werewolf, you know, so, um, yeah, that's what we're thinking. For me, my those are the my, cl- those are those are great because those are the classics. You know, well, what I mean? and we have all the stuff. We have, 
we have like a legitimate costume chest at our house. I would say we have multiple <laughs> costume chests at our house. So that's what's, um, that's what's funny about um, Halloween in general is that like I like to make fun of like super hardcore cosplay nerds, but then every October we all turn into cosplay nerds. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, you know? it does. It's true, man. Um, my 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 number three, my number three on the uh, the old top three is. Um, pumpkin beer. I love a good pumpkin beer, and I know I, I'm sure there's people out there that don't like it, but for me, um, I'm a very seasonal beer drinker. So, you know, in the summertime, I like my wheats and I like my my ales and my lighter beers. In the wintertime, I Hell like yeah. my my darker, heavier beers. You know, um, Hell yeah. ge- generally any other time of the year, I like IPAs, but this time of the year, it's pumpkin beer time, and I don't have a particular one. That's my. That's part of the tradition. Is I like trying a different one every single time I get some beer. I get a different pumpkin beer, and sometimes they're great. Like last year, we found one. I believe it was by New Belgium. It was a IPA habanero pumpkin beer. It had a little spice in it. It was good. I liked it. So I like to. That, I like to try out different pumpkin beers. On, on like, paper, that sounds like a mess. That was good. I, it's good. It's and I like okay. subtle pumpkin flavors because you you can tell when they like add a extract or something yeah, like it's that. It's all you know? arti- it's all artificial flavoring. It's not like they're juicing pumpkins at the brewery. You know what I mean? They're uh, they're buying. If uh, if Brother Jordan was here, he would tell you differently. It it Do takes. Do you think a- so? Oh, definitely. I know. I know. I know. I'm not talking breweries. about yeast cultures and things like that. I'm talking about like pumpkin for the flavoring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I think a lot of them are ordering. Um, you know, extracts and, and, um, you know, kind of like how vanilla is, you know, like how everyone yeah. has a vanilla flavoring in their, in, in their, their cabinet. Beers. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's like a flavor. No, just the other night I was talking to a brewer and he has a hazelnut brown, a brown beer. And I was like, do you use actual hazelnuts? And he goes, no, we found a way to toast the grains in such a way that it makes it taste like hazelnut so it's like okay. it is it's, I don't know a, everything. it's okay it's a faux pas to like put extracts but i know beers do i know some do and it's usually your bigger especially yeah especially your, the big boys right the big yeah. boys yeah but uh there are beer there are beer companies that use legitimate pumpkin to make that pumpkin flavor so it's part okay. of the old factory system man there's something with the flavor the 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 little brisk briskness in the air and uh yeah that puts me in the mood that's my number three what's your number two Number two for me, get in the mood for Halloween. I wanted to recommend a game. Oh. Uh, and it, and it's a game that's been out for a little while. And okay. I don't know that it's out on consoles, but it's certainly out on uh, PC. It's called Little Nightmares. Have you okay. ever heard of this game? I know the I know the art of Little Nightmares. Yeah, it, it, the the uh, aesthetic and the art style is like the main. Uh, pool for me but if you mm-hmm. like games like inside or limbo you limbo. are limbo yeah, yeah you're gonna cream on this game um okay. it's called little nightmares i got it on sale or no i got it for free through the epics game store they just uh they, it was when when they first launched or something it was one of their one of their free games and recently i've been playing it and man the audio design um there there's it's it's a lot like inside where there's no no dialogue at all it's a platformer puzzle solving game where you're going through and you kind of figure out your 
your controls you know you got you got you can you can spark up a lighter if you need some light uh and you play this little faceless kid that is wearing like a raincoat and uh the the some of the like people and monsters that are trying to like go after you oh man like I, i i love it i mean just look it up Look up a trailer. Look up a, a thing. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to recommend a game uh, for this holiday season. Turn the lights down low and uh, try uh, try out Little Nightmares. Okay. On, um, on Steam or uh, maybe it is on a console. I don't know. I okay. think it's only on Steam. Um, my number my number two, John, is um, movies, which we're going to talk a lot about this episode. I'm, Top I'm, three. Top three. My number two is is is. <laughs> I and Lori knows it. It's been uh, at this point every year that we've been together, which is, um, gosh, over ten years now. And uh, yeah, she just knows. Like even like last night, we, we we put the kids to bed and we're just sitting on the couch talking. And she's like, "So, um, you gonna want to watch a shitty scary movie? I can scratch your back." I was like, "Sold? Are you kidding me? Let's do it, man!" And uh, so, and you got one of those good wives, huh? Well, she just knows, and then and then I don't push it as I, you know, I don't push it as hard in the, uh, in the other months of the year. But yeah, I love, uh, I just love. Uh, well, my favorite scary movies are really shitty scary movies. So like, not I love like, not like really shitty, like, like unforgivable shitty, but like they go all the way around. What you're and saying. They, yeah, yeah, very campy, B-level. Like, the 80s were just such a great time for slasher flicks. And, um, like, I, I watched one um, the other night called Chopping Mall. And it's a bunch of kids trapped in a mall. And the mall security system's a, a like a Terminator-style robot. But it's just so, like... Okay, so it's... maybe you do mean shitty movies. Oh, yeah. Like... I love them. I love <laughs> them. And, and I've, I've said this theory before, but someone... Well, in most cases, lots of people, lots of people put love into those movies. But then there's other people out there that, um, like that, they they have a, a a big affection for those movies. And so I try to tune into that wavelength and um, just get it, just get into it, you know. So yeah, I lo- I love movies. Um, I mean, if you want, we could just take a quick little derail. But like, what's one movie, John, that you watch every Halloween season? Is there is there one that kind of pops up? Um, I like uh, I like the Creep Show movies. There's That's, Creep Show that was one gonna and be two. Mine. That was gonna be mine. Yeah, and then I would also recommend, and only because it kind of came up recently in conversation, um, but I've seen it like twice. It's a movie called Dead Snow, and it's a zombie movie. Oh, I haven't and seen that one yet. Yeah, the yeah the premise is awesome. It's basically like uh, World War Two era. Uh, Nazis were frozen, oh, perfect, in like a, like a mudslide or some perfect. sort of avalanche or something, perfect. and then they thaw, and there's like a group of teens okay. that are out on a skiing trip, of course, and these Nazis. It's not just oh, zombies. Oh man, it's you're just Nazi saying everything. Zombies. It, I can't wait best. to watch this. Let's watch yeah, it. You should, you, Let's you watch, watch it. it. I'm gonna watch it, and then we, we should talk about it. But yeah, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so just, just real quick, the the title is Dead Snow. Like, okay. put it on your list. Yeah. All right, I'm watching it. I can't wait. Um, yeah, Creep Show. Creep Show is always like a 
you got I gotta watch it. Cabin in the Woods um, is another one. By the by the way, real quick, you should mention if you don't know about Creep Show, that's a collaboration between Stephen King and the the Godfather of the modern zombie George Romero. Like um, and Tom Savini. So yeah, it's I mean, it's like all three guys. Like it's if a, you haven't seen it yet and you like horror and you 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 don't mind digging back and looking a little bit like if you haven't seen this yet you're a fool you yep. need to see this and, and and it's there's a sequel and it's and it holds up the sequel's just as good <laughs> there's actually two sequels creep show 3 kind of flew under the radar came out in the early 2000s but it that's, has a couple that's no good though right uh listen man I'm i mean compared har- it's to hard the for me it compared to the ridge the ridge has a, a certain aesthetic um the music the uh, the way that they transition from comic book panels into the actual you know the yeah. the scene um, they do a lot of really cool stuff with lighting especially in the first creep show where it's kind of soap opery and then all of a sudden it'll be like red lights or green lights or blue lights well, and like, like I really well, like, like matching the comic book a little bit you know they are yeah especially for those panels where it's like the horror like the shock where you see the monster the creature yeah guys yeah. do do yourself a favor watch creep show. And then um, if you like that 80s synth, you know what I mean? That synth oh, that horror, music. dude, you're going to get that. That music, oh, man. so good. If you like that so kind of good. music, um, look up the artist Laserhawk or Mitch oh, Murder. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so happy you know them. Yes. Yeah. Laserhawk is good. Mitch Murder is also good. But they they, they have that, that same sound. No, like I, when I'm working and just like at the computer, uh, checking the emails, uh, making art, uh, doing trivia shit, like uh, I'll put Laserhawk in the background and uh, like often that like, oh, yeah, please check out. Please check out Laserhawk if you like that kind of 80s synth. Uh, OK, so like think of the uh, if you're completely oblivious to what we're talking about, um, check out uh, like so like the Stranger Things intro yeah theme like yep. that kind of shit like yep. you gotta look that up laser hawk yep um i'll play one for you guys right now just in the background Ooh. yeah it's awesome <laughs> i love it so much um, i know i just want to go ride my bike right now i love it yeah man um, yeah, so movies are my number two, man. You just got to watch scary movies all month long and have fun with it and drink your pumpkin beer. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite time of year. What's your Top number one? Three. Top uh, three. Number one. <laughs> my number one isn't really like uh, Halloween related, but I look forward to it every year. Um, so... Uh, I, I I draw I I'm, I try to make visual art and um, um, every year in October there is a, an event on Instagram and it's called Inktober and I, 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 I it just it, it it inspires me to pump my game up to another level and basically the challenge is is only using inks um, so that's pens ballpoint you know Indian ink whatever you got. A sharpie, whatever you got around the house. Yeah. Um, make make a drawing a day for 31 days. Okay. And um, what's great is they give you a list of prompts. And so this is um, on Instagram at uh, Inktober or at Jake Parker. Jake Parker is the illustrator who uh, launched this. Like I think it was back in 2000. Uh, 
12 or 13 I don't, I don't know it was like a long time ago that he kind of fired this up and it's caught on to this huge following so like if you're an artist or you're an illustrator or you make visual art of any kind whether it's cg i mean because the rules are loose so it says okay. you know make an ink drawing but you could just do the theme and tag inktober and still be like included the it's basically just a, a at its base it's a daily art challenge so make make an art based on the themes uh provided on the on the list for each day um you know every every day all the way through uh you know all all 31 days of october and um for me in the last let's see i've never completed it (laughs) which is upsetting you can do it it's like i'm like embarrassed to admit that are you doing good so far you got three in three in the hopper we're only three in baby you know, we'll I mean, keep we it got, going. We got time to go. Here, I can give you a um, prompt. I, I have something you can draw. What you got? I've been thinking about this for a while, John. I want you to draw an astronaut on the moon, but he's trans he's transforming into a werewolf. So it's like a an astronaut that was Whoa. also a werewolf, but he's Whoa. he's busting out of his like you know 1960s era you know astronaut gear. Yes. On on the surface of the moon, I think but that. I would just... even, but I don't even know that like a wolf that close. A, I'm sorry, a werewolf. Yeah. That close to a full moon. I don't oh, know. He would he become needs no. oxygen. You know what I mean? No, he wouldn't. He'd become a super wolf, dude. Yeah, something be... different would happen. I have a whole movie idea <laughs> around this. That's part of the reason I want you to do it. <laughs> um, but I have a whole idea around like what happens if an astronaut was. Was uh, bitten by a werewolf and hit it what, from his health screens. But what I want to and... wanna challenge people is like, I don't like even if you. So basically, what I want to challenge the listeners um, to do is, if you're and Joel, this includes you. Like, if you don't consider yourself an artist by any stretch, right? Or, or maybe you do, but like you know, I, I doodle sometimes. Whatever. If you have an Instagram account, and it doesn't—it's not like you have to complete all of them. You know what I mean? Like, just hop, like, just just search the um, the Inktober account, okay. look at the list, okay. and try to do five or six this month. I think it's so fun, and, and it gets like a huge—it has such a huge following. It um, it absolutely consumes, um, you know, just Instagram for for the month, like. It, okay. As far as like art world goes and stuff, and it, but but also, um, I've, I mean I've seen submissions from you know people that only paint or people that only do like uh, 3D design and oh, cool. uh, 3D art and stuff like that. I'll um, do it, John. I, I'll get into it. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would love it because like the people I know, I, like I just want everyone to do it because I have so much fun doing it. And, and basically, all all it takes is carving out, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. A, a day you know you know whatever your work day nine to five get home get your get your dinner in uh, sure. maybe 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 before firing up the netflix or before firing up the xbox just take 30 minutes and and crank out a doodle and okay. use the theme I, I love to see people's um takes on the theme and uh it's super fun so yeah inktober is like like my number one okay. awesome. like every october 
um, for the last it, like, three or four years. I know exactly what day it is because I know yeah. what prompt it is. It's the only month of the year that I know the date every day. <laughs> I don't have to like check my watch or phone. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Well, my uh, my number one, if I may, is uh, I've always enjoyed this, but decorate. Put, put some crazy shit up. Um, you know, I'm not like a Halloween haunt kind of guy. I have a couple boxes of stuff that I just throw up. Every year I usually buy like, you know, one or two things, additions, if you will. But Add to the collection. Just to go into the dad realm, but... You know, what's really gotten exciting is, you know, over the weekend, this past weekend, um, my kiddo woke up from her I'm nap. Sorry. And was I'm sorry. I'm having like, a hard time focusing. You're playing creep show music right now. <laughs> I know. It's so good. Um, <laughs> Continue. But she woke up and she was like, Dad, let's make the house spooky. And I was like, oh, it is on. And so <laughs> it was the first time. It's like a special thing for me. Like, I got to get all the stuff I've been using for years and then my kid who's never seen it man it was like a treasure trove for her and um (laughs) like of all the decorations i have and i have like i have skulls you hang from the tree i have glow-in-the-dark skeletons i have streamers i have a fog machine you know i have all the like classic stuff her favorite thing is one little toy like size of the palm of your hand spider and she's done this joke like i don't know 20 times but she'll just set it somewhere, and she'll be like, "Oh my God, Dad! There's a spider!" <laughs> like, and she brought it to school, and it's like been in her pocket, like this little it. classic toy, little you know, molded black plastic spider, you know. So yeah, I yeah love d- it. decorating for me, and um, I don't know. I also live in the suburbs, so I choose to believe that if I am the first one to put stuff out, it's going to inspire other people to put stuff out. And then before you know it, the whole neighborhood's like fully Halloweened out, which then transitions into kind of the the addition to decorating is then seeing other people's decorations. So I walk my dog. I've been walking Bruce um, before bed. So I've been doing late night walks and I really love it. So like, John, I've been walking Bruce at like 11, 1130 at night, you know? Okay. And there's nothing, nothing better than being late at night. And then coming upon like a fully lit up Halloween house, like I just think it's so cool that we just do that as a culture. Um, where, the other cool you, thing, where do you? Uh, can I ask you a question? Where do you weigh in on uh, like Christmas lights that are orange for Halloween? Are you are you cool with that? Or yeah, I don't care. I want it to look. Okay. I I, lo- I appreciate when it looks awful. Like just Christmas lights and orange streamers and that cheap ass spider web stretched everywhere. I love that. Yeah. And then I also love when people like have a theme and like they make their front yard look like a graveyard and you know, they might have a like a skeleton hanging from a tree. Like I don't know. I love I love all of it. Just because it's I feel like in a culture where things aren't good, people wouldn't do that. So it's like, for me, it's like a reassuring thing. Like, oh, well, people are content and happy enough to like spend a couple hours on a weekend and put up some decorations, you know? And and also you have to follow the rules. I don't know if you've seen the movie Trick or Treat. Oh, I love that movie, John, so much. So uh, that's another uh, film uh, recommendation. But like Trick or Treat, you you have to watch that movie. (laughs) It's got Rogue from X-Men in it. Uh, it's really good. That werewolf scene is crazy, by the way. So, 
But the yeah. dad, remember the super square dad? That's like, you have to follow the rules of Halloween. If you don't, the like the demons, they they will come for you. You know, it's like I, a super like pagan. I buy into that. Of, I love it. Yeah. There's part of so. me that really loves. I mean, we'll get into this as we get closer to Halloween, guys. But just like the tradition of if Halloween you is the time cut, of the like year, you better cut up a pumpkin. You better. You have to. Yeah, you have keeps, to. <laughs> it keeps the spirits from going into your house. Yeah. Also, I love pumpkins it all. are shit. Like the seeds suck. There's it's a gourd that like it has no purpose other than to be cut into a jack o' lantern. It, it it's its sole purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. cut that. Gotta cut that jack up. You got to. Awesome, man. Well, that was top three. Let's move on to some video top game stuff. Top three. Let's get in some video game stuff. Um. What have you been playing, man? What's been uh, what's been the recent the recent hotness that you've been working well, you with? You gotta kill. You gotta kill okay. that. I'll creep kill show. the creep show. Creep show's dead. Because otherwise, all I'm gonna think about is little nightmares. Um. So recently, where's I, my so... cake, Bedelia? <laughs> Bedelia, I want bitch. my cake. <laughs> he calls her a bitch in that movie. Dude, Ed Harris just lays there Eddie... and lets it just crush him. That fucking tombstone, dude. Ed, yeah, Ed Harris <laughs> with like the most hair you've ever seen Ed Harris have, and still and it's not a, a lot. Still, it's still no, not a lot. Yeah, still a comb over, but he's crushing it in that movie. Um, which again, if we're promoting Creep Show, we just mentioned Ed Harris was in it, so like you know we're not full of shit. Like this isn't just some weird Ed Harris, Ted Danson, Leslie TV. Nielsen. Yeah. Um, oh, t- Hansen. Oh my God! I forgot about that. Bridget Bardot, Stephen breath. King. Um, oh, it's so good. Bridget. Um, oh, Ad- Adrian. Too, Is it right? Adrian? Yeah. It's Adrian Bardot. Yeah, she's the bitchy wife in uh, the crate. Uh, the yeah, crate. That's, that's my sequence. Wife. <laughs> Too soon. And the, the guy's right. just like, "Hey, you should. Uh, you could come. Come look at this crate. I want you to. I want you to check something out." <laughs> <laughs> it's me, man. I'm that <laughs> asshole in that movie, and then uh, who who would be who would be my uh, like colleague professor that was like, remember that dude that was in like a cold sweat after yeah. I told him, yeah, who would that? And then be? he That'd checked like, it out, Carl. It'd be Zane. I'll go Zane. look at it. I'll yeah, go I look think at it'd it, be Zane, because he's yeah. the most science inclined friend that I have. It'd be Zane. He'd Wait be like, a oh, there's a monkey and like, a crate. Oh, I just let her right under there. Yeah. Creep show one, guys. Get on it. All right. Yeah. Um, video game stuff, man. A whole shitload of stuff happened. Um, yeah. What am I playing, though? I'm playing uh, a VR game right now. It's called Pavlov. It's a yep. first-person shooter. I've talked, about, I've talked it. about it before. Yep. But what I didn't do... The Halo. Um, in the past is... Yeah, and you heard this on um, a podcast right now. But, yeah, they have Halo maps on it. So That's cool. What's, like, an example like, of one of the maps? Is, like, Hang'em High well, or Prison on there? Um, the pit is on there. Oh, that's good. And then, and then Guardian. So it's like a lot of oh, Halo cool. Three maps. But what's cool about it is like you're new to a game. You know, you're you're a noob, and you okay. go in, and you know the map better than people that have been playing, you know, multiple times, which is cool, okay. right? Like to like have an edge that okay. that you know you, you shouldn't have. You're new to the game. You're, yeah. you're firing it up, you, you know, for the maybe ninth time, and you're like, oh, I'm going to try this map. Oh, I'm going to try this map. 
and then uh and then yeah you go into this mode and you're like oh wait this is i, I know this map i've spent a lot of time in this map I, in fact i've played hundreds of games in this map on a different video game so um, cool. cheers to the modding community and cheers to the, the to the people putting the work in and uh, in addition to that in vr they made it look not like xbox you know 360 quality or xbox uh one quality but they made it look better like everything looks real shiny and there's uh bump mapping where it should be and everything looks beautiful i mean you you are using modern weapons it's not um you know sci-fi halo weapons but uh it it works it totally works because you know you know where to go you know the routes and stuff um the other mode I've been playing on there, which, oh my god, I've had way too much fun. It's called TTT, and it, it stands for uh, uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town. And that oh, is basically... Okay. <laughs> you, Yeah, yeah. So, South so this Africa. Is in Pav- <laughs> this is in VR, this is in Pavlov. And they yeah. launch you into small maps, and it's like 12 players. And um, one person will be a police officer. Yeah. Or maybe... Yeah, yeah. One person will be a police officer... Um, three people will be uh, terrorists that are undetectable when you look at them, and then the rest of everyone else will be civilians. And so then they just launch Whoa. you into this map, and and, and it, it turns into like a Reservoir Dog style, like everyone's pointing guns at everyone, and it's like, who are you? Who are you? No, wait, what are you? And and you're trying it, to decide if they're NPCs or no, 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 no. Every, everyone's everyone's real people in the game. Okay. And and everyone has a mic hooked up and everyone's, you know, screaming at each other. Oh my god, that sounds fun. And, it, and it's up to the uh to the sheriff to decide like a plan, you know. And if they take the sheriff out, then that's the, you know, that's bad news. That's bad news for everybody, but the the goal of the terrorists is to uh infil- infiltrate the citizens and kill all of them so like as soon as you launch like if you're a terrorist and you see a civilian like just cap them right away and if you as soon as you launch and you're a civilian it's like find other people and try to figure out who the terrorists are and so it's hilarious because i've walked into like there's this map that's like a, it's like a mansion so it's like a classic who done it you know and like we're all in the main area i'm the sheriff and i'm like here's the deal um you know anyone who anyone who's coming to this room like i need to see weapons down or weapons holstered anyone who has their weapon up like you're going to get killed like wow. we, you are suspect you know and then like if that you're a civilian cool. and you see the sheriff you're like I go up to him. I'm like, officer, what can we do for you? You know, like I can, I can guarantee that I am a I am a civilian. Uh, how can I help you? I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to report report to duty. You know, what where do you, where do you need me? What do you like? You know, it's it's hilarious. That's awesome, and, and, man. And every once in a while, a shootout just takes place where it's just like murder. Everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. We're talking it out. We're talking it out. And then one of the terrorists is like, mm, fuck this. I'm close to this guy. I can get a headshot. And they, yeah. he'll cap a dude, run, and then everyone opens fire on him. It's such a control. Like, it's 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 really wild. I, I've been having fun awesome. with that. The other, the other game I've been playing is um, uh, Batman. This is another VR game. I'm sorry, everyone. I know VR okay. is this elusive oasis on the horizon that no one will ever be able to enjoy um they will someday but, uh, when it's uh, worth i'm it. your reporter i'm here to i'm here to tell you what's up 
Uh, this is a, like a three or four year old game, and it's Batman Arkham VR. Is I, I finally pulled the trigger on that. It went on sale on, uh, I think it was a Humble Bundle or Green Man Gaming or something like that. But it was like ten bucks, and I was like, ah, eh, fuck it. I've heard good things about this. I bought it. Um, so you go through the entire experience as Batman. So like you you start the game in Wayne Manor, and you have to like. Um, you know, put the put the right um, notes into the piano, and then you lower down okay. into the bat. Cave. That's so Joel, cool, you, Joel. You would cream. I your would pants. cream my pants. Yeah, you need <laughs> so to bring that rig down. out. Well, I'll be visiting you in in March, so we can well, check. We'll, it out we'll plug you in, man. We'll plug you in. Um, so you, it, it, the the game. Um, in case you're wondering, like about aesthetic, like it follows the same aesthetic as, um, the arkham games for you know all the major consoles and pc and stuff like that so so you're in the way manner you lower down the back cave and then there's this mystery alfred's there he comes up he's telling you hey you know like robin's missing um nightwing is missing we we we, we got to find these boys and and then you and then the game is way more like um batman as a detective game than it is batman as a kicking lots of ass and uh taking names kind of game okay and uh joker is the main main bad guy and um the only other thing i'll say about that game is that when you finish the game and you unlock certain is it mark is it mark hamill's joker it is Oh man, that's awesome. And, uh, okay, so and, and if you're not familiar with the Arkham games from like, you know, console games, um the Joker, the like character style they go with is sort of like a mix between comic book Joker and Heath Ledger Joker. Like it's a And messy... a little bit of Jack Nicholson. It like yeah. I, it's it's, it's a like nice... Honestly, yeah, it's a I nice think play. that might be the best creative portrayal of the Joker is in the Arkham games. Yeah. And so when really you when you finish that. the it's it's only like an hour long the actual story but it's surprising and fun throughout well, the an hour thing. an hour in VR is a lot too. So I bet that's really awesome. Well, and and they add on to it in ways like after you finish it there's like still stuff to search for and unlock and and the back cave is like really cool. And so when you go back to the back cave after you finish it um, you unlock certain characters depending on what you did through the experience. And when you unlock, well, basically any character you unlock, um, you can go to sort of like your dossier or whatever of just like people that you've unlocked. Okay. And to go anywhere in the Batcave, by the way, you have to grab your, um, what do you call that? Like a, your your bat like grappling hook and aim at an area and yeah. like pull it towards you and you like fly over to an That's area so sick so, all right so, all right you've no, done no, no, it hold on you've I done a great job <laughs> no 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 i'm almost done i'm almost done i swear to god so so when you um when you go over to your like dossier you um you access a character on on a display to your right and you access that and so when you hit the joker and then once you pull the Joker up, you see a 3D model your size in front of you, uh, and it's just like this is the Joker, and it gives you all the info and his origin and date and year and his description and all this. But then there's these little cartridges to your left where you reach out with your touch controllers and you grab 
different cartridges and for every character that you have in your dossier you can grab this little eyeball one and you put that in and the character strikes a pose but then whatever wherever you are when you're looking at them they follow you with their eyes and they're like kind of animated so when you do the joker and you put that eyeball one in like and you get close it is it's like it was kind of like like uh, i don't know like I'll, i'll never forget it kind of moment where like you're close to his face and you're moving to the left and the right and his eyes, his bloodshot, Ooh. weird psychopath Joker makeup smeared face and eyes yeah. like follow you and like Yikes. look at you in really high detail. Oh, effed up. So those are the games I've been playing. Sorry. End of VR chat. Go Joel. No, that's fine. I, uh, so I, I, I told you guys how I got a Nintendo switch. Um, Tetris 99 is probably, my favorite game on the switch right now so it's a it's a free game if you link your amazon account to your twitch account you'll get a free year of nintendo online so i did that and that's all you need to play tetris 99 and it is battle royale tetris and the way it works is you have your main you know rectangle screen in the middle and then on the sides you can see all these little thumbnails of everyone else that you're playing against as they're playing their little tetris games and with every row that you clear you can attack other players and you get to pick the different players that you attack so you can uh, you can attack people that are um, just knocking people out like people that are crushing it you can attack people that are frequently attacking people you can attack people that are um, um, earning badges, which is just like, you know, you know, just getting perks, people that are doing really well. So, um, yeah. And I've gotten, I've gotten into, I haven't gotten number one, but I got number three (laughs) and that was the first time I ever played was I got number three. So I think that's part of the reason I was hooked is because I was like, I did really well. Do you find yourself taking like really long poops or is this like, when are you playing this? Are you playing it on the big screen? Are you playing it on the small screen? What I'll do is I will make weird rules for myself. So I will, I'll I'll, I'll basically say I have to best my rank. So let's say I get 46th. Then I'll say, all right, well, I have to get better than 46. And if I don't get better than 46, then I go do like 10 minutes of cleaning the house or I'll do fold some laundry or I'll do some chores or something like that. And then I'll come back and I'll play again. I'll try I'll try to best myself. It's just like a fun little time waster. I mean, it's Tetris. It's Tetris in all its classic Dude, glory. Tetris never gets old. Like even it is, No, it's so satisfying like too. Game Boy core level Tetris is still super fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so satisfying. So Tetris 99 is awesome and uh, you can't really play with friends. Me and John Hill thought we could we could do that. It's basically Battle Royale Tetris. Yeah. Totally. Um uh, and I, I'm a Tetris, like, I'm really, I naturally build, like, Tetris-style, you know, block formations. Um, but what that does is it makes you an attacker, and that's the number one type of player that people attack. So what happens is when people attack you, you get all these gray, just messy blocks that you have to essentially then work to clear out. But if you oh, can nasty. stay on top of that and still get Tetrises, then that's how you essentially get to the 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 top 50 top 40 top 30 and then it speeds up so the the better you do the faster your blocks start to go but honestly i've not noticed it 
because I'm constantly doing the quick drop. So you press up on the D-pad and you're basically quick dropping. So I've oh, never yeah. gotten to the point where it's like frantically out of control, like back on the old Super NES version of Tetris, you know, or NES version, I should say. So yeah, Tetris 99 is what I've been playing. Yeah, basically, um, if like you were partying in the '80s, it's all about clearing lines. Oh yeah, they call that marathon mode. <laughs> <clears throat> they call that marathon mode. Yeah, where you just you just go on a journey and you see how far Dude, you can. Joel, get. I I have to interrupt. I have to pee so bad. I'll be right back. You, well, you know the rules. Keep talking, baby. You gotta give me something to talk about. What is it? You gotta tell me what to talk about while you're gone. Oh, um, so. Uh, tell everybody a memory of like when you first got Tetris and you first played it on the like the first oh, okay. time you played it, Game oh, okay. Boy, back of the you know Astro Van, whatever you got. I like that memory. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Do so it. Tetris. Uh, so we had an aunt. Her name was Aunt Jo. She was a real great lady. Um, she's no longer with us. And when we went to her house, she always had an NES and a Super Nintendo. And so that was like my first memory of like hot seating a game where you would like all right i'm gonna play let's see how far i can get and then you know you would die or whatever you the blocks would fill up and then you'd give the controller over to you know my brother one of my brothers and um yeah that's my first memory and then game boy the old yellow and green game boy um that was another good memory of playing tetris um people forget how big that thing was man that was like a brick and there was no light built into it, so you had to buy accessories that would light up the digital screen so that you could play in, like, low light or dark. Um, but, yeah, I have a lot of memories of doing that. I'm sure you guys have Tetris memories as well. Everyone's played Tetris. I would like to think Tetris has got to be the highest units sold game of all time. It has to be. I feel like more people play Tetris than any other video game. Like, you could go to a nursing home and talk to people in a nursing home, and I guarantee you they know – they probably know – they definitely know Tetris. They probably know Mario. Maybe Galaga, Pac-Man. Those have got to be the top games that old folks would probably know. So, yeah, that's my my first memory of playing Tetris. And then the, that old music, like uh, that Russian-style music, the bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum. Uh, no, it wasn't really like that. I can't even I can't even remember. Can't even remember, guys. Um, yeah, Tetris is great. Um, I've had a lot of creepy experiences in nursing homes, though. I have. I remember uh, just in the spirit of Halloween. I remember uh, my mother was a nurse, is a nurse, and she worked in nursing homes, and she always liked to introduce us to you know the the patrons. And there was an old woman in this one room, and she had glaucoma, which for a kid is kind of scary because her eyes are all kind of clouded over. They're bluish-white, you know? And I remember she grabbed my hand, um, but it wasn't aggressive. I think in my memory it was aggressive because I was a kid and I was scared, but I don't think it was actually, like, jolting. I think she just touched my hand. But I remember she said um, to stay away from motorcycles. (laughs) And for whatever reason, I have never even come close to riding or wanting to ride or even being a passenger on a motorcycle because of what she told me. She said, stay away from, stay away from motorcycles. And uh, it stuck. It got into my, my inner person. And, uh, yeah, so I, have noth- I, I want nothing to do with motorcycles because of that experience. Maybe she's right. 
maybe uh, maybe she maybe she saw some saw something in the in the ether. And if I uh, get on a motorcycle, maybe that's it. I am a reckless person. I like to I like to take risk. You know, I don't drive fast. I don't drive necessarily reckless, but I feel like on a motorcycle, I would I would just let it let it drive me. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was uh, scary. Also, we also saw someone code which means um, the all the bells and whistles go off and someone's essentially dying. And we watched um, a bunch of people try to resuscitate an old woman in a nursing home once, and uh, that was that was pretty scary as well, too. And I, I'm Back. pretty sure they didn't make it. Yeah, so we were just talking about Tetris. We were just talking about Tetris. Um, how'd, you, how'd you do? I mean, you move on. You shouldn't rehash. No, it was good. It was all good. It was good. You can listen to the podcast. Um, I had the um, clear Game Boy. We uh, we talked about this with <laughs> Kevin Shaw when he was on our last episode. Um, Worms is a really fun game, and John Hill and I have Golden Bear, um, and I have gotten back into Worms, and we've been playing uh, pretty much every night this week. And strategy, John. I wish I want. Uh, it, it's on game. Do you still have Game Pass? Of course I do. Ultimate. I think it's on. I think it's on Game Pass, and I want you just to try it because it's really fun. Um, You know, you have there's you can set up the games. The customization is like probably one of the the highlights of that game because you can you can customize your worms down to the fact that you can name every single worm. And like my worms, it's like loadouts kind of right for each worm or no 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 Um, they like. Each, each, all your worms all have access to the same batch of weapons, but when a certain, like a bazooka, is is depleted, then it's depleted for all the worms. So they all share, your team shares all the weapon cash, um, but the weapons are oh, just so, goofy. So like when you and the Golden Bear play, you're on the same team? No, we're, we're definitely playing against each other. Oh, okay, okay. And um, I don't know, man. I think it's like, I think it's like chess, man. It's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a ton of strategy that goes into it. Um, John Hill plays. Uh, I feel like because him and I have been playing this game for it probably ten years, and there's been a few different versions, but the one we play has um, elemental effects. So like fire and water are like tactile things in the game so for example if a worm is standing on the edge of a cliff and john hill throws a water balloon at me it'll it'll knock me off or if i'm on a slope and the slope kind of kind of degrades down into water then i will wash down and go into the water and then die you know so um john's really good at using water um but it's a it's a fun it's a strategy game. Um, you can see the entire screen the entire time, so it's not really a side I like, scroller. Um, I like the style they have too, like the animation style of like the yeah. explosions. Like I played it before, but it's been it's been so long that I don't know. It's very I, British humor. The the I'm, the I'm studio that makes due it. To, I'm due to hop back in though. Yeah, I'm, the studio I'm, that I'm, makes it is called um, Team Seventeen, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. So yeah, we've been playing a lot of worms. I would love if more people got into worms. If you want to get into worms, um, just go ahead and let me know, and uh, we can play together. Super Shark, Super with a Space Shark, on Xbox Live. And then finally, the last game I've been playing is 
Friday the 13th, man. I can't get enough of it. I just love it. <laughs> you love that game, man. You just, always... It's my favorite anytime, anytime game. Anytime we all start texting each other <laughs> and we're like, what game should we play? You're you're the only one that's always like, Friday the 13th, let's just do it. Well, I hope you Don't guys are willing to it. just pay me a courtesy in this wonderful month of October and just just get me a good old, a big old game, a big old cockfu game of, uh, of Friday it. the 13th. Cockfu's our gaming group. For all you nerds out there, um, but so John and I have been playing just the two of us, and we have a rule where we'll we'll stay on party chat until we find walkie talkies, and then we go off party chat. So we we honor the game. It's one of those games where you do want to not use your party chat though. It, that's well, actually can't. well, no, and music it's a, music it's is a huge part. Do. Music is a huge part. So. Like if Jason's getting close, you can start to hear the the music start to creep in, and it gets accelerated, and the tempo goes up, and you know you got to hide, you got to do something, you know. And uh, I don't know, man, I just love it. I love and, like uh, I love your character's expression on their face. Like you know <laughs> if your character's in like fear mode because yeah. of the expression on their face. Yeah. There's also like there's other indicators on the screen as far as like uh, like a heads up display and stuff, but when you look at your character's face, if you're crawling towards the camera or something and you're hiding <laughs> in the bushes, like they usually look terrified. Their mouth is hanging wide open. Their eyes are wide open. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Um, we had a game the other night where um, John was, we were, we were off mic. So we were out of party chat and I was trying to find John cause I had fixed a motorboat. And so some Jason had basically, <laughs> he had killed someone right by a motorboat and all the materials to fix the boat were right there. And so I have a perk on my guy where I can, I can fix things fast, but he's still, he's a bit clumsy. So it's, you know, it's intense and you have to like do it. It's like a mini game. You have to hit left or right bumper at the right time to install the rotor and the gas and the battery, um, and, all the that, battery yeah. and all that stuff. And so I got in the motorboat and I'm just cruising up and down the lake and I'm just yelling in my mic like, John, go to bear. Where are you? And I'm just going up and, and then all of a sudden Jason just, um, he just knocks my boat like he grabs my boat my boat's completely dead so you have to go back to the motor and like restart it and while i was doing that jason killed me so it was pretty funny well, of course yeah i mean what other options do you have you're kind of effed there like you could have hopped out and try to like swim for sure but he would well you. you're you're more much more of a target because yeah. on the map he can see you the moment you get in the water too it's like a because that's like his zone i mean that's where he yeah, died that's where he died bro but uh, it's a deep I story. love playing Jason. I love playing as the counselor or Jason. That's the other weird thing about me. I think a lot of people just are crossing fingers, or the, uh, we'll see a lot of people. We'll have a full room, and then it'll it'll automatically randomly like pick Jason, and then you'll see like three or four people just fall off, and that's because they only want to be Jason. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, um, I don't mind I don't, being a counselor. I don't Makes mind being a counselor. Fun. I love it, man. And here's the good news. On October 16th, that game is going to be free on Xbox Live Gold. Not even Game Pass, on Gold. So anyone that has an Xbox, put it on your calendars. October 16th, you can download Friday the 13th for free. And uh, I highly recommend that. The studio that made the game is making a Predator game. Um, So same kind of style game. It's what they call a... 
uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, unbalanced. Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical, yeah. yeah. So you'll get to have one person as Predator and then a bunch of people as uh, jacked, you know, Viet Cong soldiers or whatever. So Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's game. That's game chat. I got some I got some news for you in the game world. Let's talk Hell about yeah. Red Dead, man. Red Dead has had um, a bit of an update. And uh, it's called the Summer Update. And Big part update. of the update is they've added character classes. So you can be a collector, you can be a bounty hunter, or you can be a trader. I think it's called a trader. Um, that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, the collector, right. you work with a gypsy woman, and she she's legitimately a gypsy, so that so that's not a derogatory term. And I've, she, I've heard uh, I've heard thumbs up on collector, like like from podcast and just different like YouTube channels and websites and stuff. I've heard like collector is a good one to start on. Is that? Do you agree with that? Disagree? Uh, yeah, that's what I started on, and collector is probably the biggest time to like payout ratio so you just go around and you you collect sets of different materials um some of the materials are you it's more it's worth more just to give it to them give it to the lady as you find them other materials it's better to find the entire set but you level up they added something new called an outlaw pass the outlaw pass is essentially like a battle pass um for those that play like um yeah, you know, Rocket Apex League, Legends, and, yeah, Fortnite, Apex Legends, yeah. Fortnite, yeah, and uh, you you just get constant either gear, maps. Um, you can get a metal detector. You can get a, a compass. You can get um, <laughs> you can in the bounty hunter set. The bounty hunter set is really cool. It's kind of like raids within Red Dead Redemption. So you know they start off kind of simple. You got to get one person dead or alive. Obviously, you get more money if you turn them in alive. But eventually it gets up to like six bad guys you have to get from a single area. And yeah. um, that's when things can get a little hairy. Like you have to you have to figure, okay, well, I have a horse. I can put one of have them you, dead dead on my horse. Joel, have you done have you done carry another um, one live? alone? Like have you played that alone, that mode, or do you only play that with friends? I, I save that one for friends because it's easier. Yeah. And you well, gotta I work together. I think it's like impossible probably to like take down an outlaw with uh like you know playing solo i think that would be pretty challenging well to it's complete that it definitely favors stealth because then you know the moment you fire a gun then the whole camp the outlaw camp the bandit camp kind of goes crazy but if you can kind of go in with a bow and arrow and a knife you can kind of clear out a lot of the perimeter and then in some cases you have to wait for the person to arrive. So you have to kind of, you have to like either be patient or kind of clear them out and then wait. Um, but it's really fun. It's fire. really fun. I line up a headshot and I, I say, let's get it started. It's really fun. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, John and I have gotten into the harder ones where like, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. You, you. Well, I was starting to say like you can eventually unlock like a prison wagon like at the end of Django, so you can have a prison wagon that you follow behind your horse and you can put six live people in the back of that thing, oh, and man. and then stack take it, up your missions and your bounties. Yes, yeah, st- well, stack up your bounties for sure. Yeah. But like I said, like some of the bounties, the the legendary ones, they get up, they get like six really tough bad guys you have to beat. You know, so 
that's really cool. And then the Trapper one is you work with Crips at your camp, and it's a combination of getting him supplies and then going out and hunting um, and getting certain pelts or animals or certain amounts of antlers or you know you know different materials and that's how you level that up so you can you can fire all those up at the same time and you know a lot of players will um just kind of chain them all together and it's brought a ton of life into the game there's new stranger missions there's new missions that just kind of show up on alongside the road so they're they're not they don't even show up on the map so like little like character based missions that show up um so red dead online is in a whole nother world and um hell yeah and this is what we wanted for a long time so we're finally at a place where yeah i've heard um, this is like the the beginning of a like potential new MMO kind of destiny style. Like, yeah. Like now that they have the classes that that could really open up into a big world of, you know, a deeper online version of the game. Yeah. Um, Well, and people think they're going to be adding more classes. They're going to be adding obviously more missions, more high style missions. Yeah. Um, And it's rockstar, man. They can do whatever they want. They got all the money. Everyone's on board. Um, everyone was kind of shitting on uh, the online mode at first, but now now that they've done this and then the kind of setting up the potential for uh, future you know additions and stuff, like this could yeah. be the game. Well, it I mean it is the game. It's just uh, I think the thing that Rockstar has to work on is it lost a lot of people because online was pretty thin for pretty much the last six months, and so. I think it has to reattract a lot of those players and you know we still live in a it's it's we're coming to the end but it still is a GameStop world so uh, you know a lot of people have already you know traded that game in so they have a lot of work to do to kind of get the community going but dude they still had like three and a half million concurrent players like this past week so there's still a lot of people playing um there's as many people playing Red Dead as there are playing Sea of Thieves, you know, which is still, um, it still has held on to its, and that's because of Game Pass, hundred percent, you know, it's held on oh, to yeah. its player oh, base. Oh yeah, like yeah, what percentage of the players that are playing Sea of Thieves downloaded it because they are, you know, subscribed to to Game Pass? I oh, would, 100%. I would wager like <laughs> a, a lot. Li- yeah, a I wouldn't lot. say a hundred percent, but a lot. Yeah, percent maybe would be reasonable. Seventy percent, something like that. Yeah, so kind of crazy. Um, I have more Red Dead stuff to talk about, but now it's my turn to go milk the Copperhead. John, will you talk about any uh, any any interesting stories involving a nursing home? I'll be right back. Oh my God, a nursing home. Um, I'm gonna ditch his topic and just uh, real quick talk about the fact that uh, if you are a PC player, I know I keep bringing it up. Maybe I don't know who listens to this. Okay, so are you a console guy? Are you a PC guy? Are you both? That's allowed, by the way. I love my Xbox. I love my my monster computer. Um, I uh, the, another bit of uh, video game news here. The uh, company Rockstar Games, they um, recently launched a it's a, it's a game launcher um, on PC. So uh, if you install that on, I, I don't know if it was just a time period or if it was just kind of if you install the the game launcher, but you get, um, I think it's San, what San Andreas um, shit two, three, 
Whichever one has CJ as the main character. Yeah, just Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I think is the title. Anyways, comes for free if you install the launcher. It's on PC right now. Um, I am in this weird spot where I've been getting emails from uh, Green Man Gaming, which is a online you know, game retailer that sells Steam codes and... Uh, you can get some pretty pretty great discounts. So Green Man Gaming, and then uh, just like this site, um, what's the other one called? Uh, uh, Humble Bundle is another one. And anyways, <laughs> what are you talking these about? These offers. Oh no, I'm going into Rockstar like Grand Theft Auto. Oh uh, good. Five is what I'm talking about. And basically, like, I don't know if I should buy it again for PC because it's thirteen dollars and you get the mods. It's not much to have it on on my computer. Um, the, it, this was included in gaming news, Joel. But uh, Rockstar they launched a PC launcher, like a game launcher. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, what, what what uh what fucking what GTA is it that with the uh, CJ's the main character? Is it uh, Grand Theft Auto just San Andreas? Where it's like you're riding bikes a lot and oh yeah, hood. that's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, uh, San Andreas, yeah, yeah, it's just what it's called, and that's okay. where you can get jacked and you have to eat. Number with it, or, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, you get that for free if you install the the launcher. Cool. I believe. I don't know that's if that cool, man. has expired or something, but that's real cool. Yeah. Um. That's, the so only yeah, other. I know you gave me your topic, but I was like, no, I want to no, talk about this. That was kind uh, of a joke because I talked. You know? Somehow I ended up talking a lot about nursing homes when you told me to talk about Tetris. So. <laughs> I don't um, have any good memories from nursing homes. Those are, those are it's a dark area of the world. <laughs> kind of is. Um, the only other Red Dead news is there have been players that have reported in Red Dead Online coming across zombies. Um, and it's been very rare. There's only been a few people that have, like, on Reddit and other places, and there's pictures and things like that, but... Um, people think that there's going to be a new undead nightmare that's going to come out either this Halloween, like it could be a surprise, um, or sometime soon. So that was uh, that was the last little bit of Red Dead news that I wanted to share with everybody. You claim there's pictures of people playing and spotting zombies? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real thing. Um Zombies and Red Dead Redemption. I'm Googling it now. I want to see these images. Yeah, check it out. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like that has to happen. It won't happen in the single-player mode like it did in the last one. Um, it's pretty much confirmed that Rockstar is putting all their, you know, all their attention onto the online because that's where they make a lot of their money. But um, I'm going to send you this article real quick, John on uh on the old text messaging but uh yeah red dead online zombies what does it mean are we gonna get undead nightmare are we gonna get that horde mode back man that was my favorite part of red dead um was the uh original red dead is me and goldberry used to play the horde mode where you just just blast zombies you know what i mean so um sounds awesome man yeah i mean that game as far as the mechanics go, the Rockstar kind of third-person, cover-based shooting, um, that would work for zombies. That would be fun, like a horde mode maybe? 
Yeah, exactly. They had that in the in the original Red Dead and the Undead yeah. Nightmare. So I think that would be awesome. Yeah, um, I want it. What's next, buddy? You want some trivia? Hit me. Quiz me. You want some trivia? Yeah, let's finally prove to the world how dumb I am. And Nighthawk, how do you want to play trivia? trivia? Nighthawk, let, 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 let me know if you want to play trivia. There. Yeah, let's get the let's get the news out there. I'm garbage at trivia, and we will we'll we will show it now, live on Mixler. I'm so embarrassed. Let's go, Hit ladies and gentlemen. Welcome question. to Red Dead Online, Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead Online, Red, Red Dad Redemption, Dad Red Dad Trivia. Radio Trivia. Tonight's trivia is brought to you by a cowboy hat. That's right. For the hosts online, any guests that come onto the show, you're eligible for winning a $60 plus Stetson cowboy hat. That's the first player that gets to 15 gold bars. Gold bars are the points awarded for trivia for those playing from home on Mixler.com. First online player to get to 15 gold bars will get an exclusive Red Dead Redemption collapsible shot glass it hangs off of your belt looks like a pocket watch but you can be the guy at a party that decides to drink out of a video game souvenir ladies and gentlemen welcome to rad dad trivia all right john let's do this man so question number one we talked a lot about dogs didn't we at the top of the show that's what we talked. We did a long dog talk. It was, I think, a good thirty minutes. <laughs> it was at least first fifteen thirty minutes of the podcast yeah. was dog chat. Yeah. How many? Pop how many? Chat. How many people are bitten by dogs each year? How many people wow. are bitten? Just, just bitten. Just bitten. Bitten by dogs each year. Um, well, and I'm, I will, I'm one of them now. Yeah, these are my people. I'm talking about. And I'm I'm gonna say um, Jordan. You remember when Jordan got bit by a dog when we were small children? Oh my god, it was horrifying. <laughs> um, it was pretty Fat bad. Cells came out of his leg. I punched remember? I punched that dog in the head. Uh, and yeah, then I don't it, remember that day very well. I need to like reconnect with you guys on that one. Well, it's funny. It kind of ties into today's podcast. We had gone over to the neighbors across the street and watched all three Chucky movies. And then Child's we were, play. It's yep. so good. Oh my and god. And then we were walking home and that he had they had a German shepherd and it, it gave chase to us and Jordan panicked, which is never a good thing to do. And the dog got a hold of his thigh and like tore fat. Like fat I remember they're seeing like Jordan's fat cells. Um, it was like I, coming we, out I don't of his wanna leg. exaggerate it, but my memory is like a golf si- a golf ball size like like if you took half a golf ball and put that into your like right in the meat of your thigh. Okay. That's like that was like the hole that was missing from his leg. It was pretty big. Um and then I remember I remember you, John, ran home to get mom and I was there with Jordan and I had I had punched a dog in the face. The owner the guy came out and I remember he instantly thought he assumed he he said it was our fault somehow. And Wait, then, so you're um, claiming also you're claiming in this story that you saved Jordan's life? Uh, well, no. I what I remember is the dog came after you me. Punched, you're saying you punched the dog in the face? I hit the dog, and then the dog got went after Jordan, which has happened with another animal. It happened with a snake where I ran over a snake with my bike, and then the snake jumped up and <laughs> went after we Jordan. Were, we were young boys, I believe. Jordan and I were 
you know, probably like I'm gonna say eleven or something. I'm gonna say closer to nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then you were a few years older. I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wild times. Those movies were great, though. I think it was worth it. Sorry, Jordan. But I don't know if you remember. uh, (laughs) Mom went ahead and pressed the whole thing, and that dog got put down. That dog died because of its. I mean, it should have. I guess that's uh, going back to our other conversation. But anyway. So how many how many people each year? And I'm gonna do a percentage of. So if you're within fifty so percent of the number, um, okay. then we're gonna count it as correct. So let's say it's a hundred. Oh, that means that's if you're a, that's a, that's that means really if you're view, fifty like. yeah. up or a hundred and fifty, fifty to one hundred and fifty, yeah. you'd be in the sweet spot there. Yeah, baby. Um, bitten by dogs in a year. Is yeah. this worldwide in the United States? Um, I believe this is in the United States. Well, I gotta know. It's the United States. Okay. Oh man! So the population of the United States is like at least two or three hundred thousand. Like, I mean, that's a lot. Three hundred fifty million. <laughs> three hundred fifty million. Yeah, that's uh, pretty accurate. Um, Dangus. All right. So bitten in a year, I'll say, um, millions of people. Uh, maybe one or two major cities a year no more than that i don't know man i suck at this um i'm gonna say like 1400 yeah 1400 yeah yeah 14,000 14,000 1400 a year which one is it 14,000 is different no i know for (laughs) united states (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say fourteen thousand, not not a thousand four hundred. Well, John, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry to say it's four point five million people are bitten oh, by geez, dogs. I'm so dumb. See what I'm saying? I don't. Ugh. Here, I'll let you. I'll let you recoup the point. How many people do you think die each year from dog attacks? Man, I mean, lower a, a smaller number than <laughs> the amount bitten. <laughs> Yeah, how many people die? Maybe like nine hundred. No, seven. I I don't know, dude. Do you, I'm going <laughs> nine hundred and seven. Okay, it's around forty. Around forty people die each year. Okay, that's a lot. It's more than fucking sharks. That's no, for they, sure. They no, they got it coming to them. If you get killed by a dog, you're kind of a bitch. Yeah, and I wonder. It's funny. <laughs> I wonder how many of those are like provoked attacks versus like. Yeah, I would. I would punch the hell out of a dog. The day a dog kills me is the day. Uh, you know. I, I don't know. I start buying double ply toilet paper. What am I rich? Or <laughs> All right. Get out there. Um. Question number two. Um. In what year was the first pumpkin beer? What year was the first pumpkin beer? And I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you, uh, what, what would you say? What's a good spread? Thirty years? I'll give you a thirty-year spread. I like a thirty-year. Uh, okay. Yeah. A grace period. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Uh, uh. First pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer. Well, because I mean, beer has been a thing since like Egyptian times. So, yes, like, I'm we're talking think of... BC. Yeah. Um, but as far as like cultivating pumpkins for uh, for the you know to to have enough around 
to consider beer. I would say maybe like 17, 1800. So I'll go, uh, I don't know, 1830. I'm, I'll go, I'll go later. Close. 1771 was the right. first pumpkin gone, beer. Should have gone earlier. Well, when you said between 17 and 1800s, I was like, I thought, I was like, I thought you were going to nail it. But yeah, it's. Uh, well, it just makes me think of a time when like people were organized enough and beer and beer was starting to be created on a mass market where you would have the time to experiment with, oh, let's take a stupid gourd for Halloween that has a taste Dude, pumpkins, and we like pumpkin pumpkins pie. Pumpkins are yummy, man. Uh, um, I don't have like you ever the seeds. roasted a pumpkin? Oh God, I love the pumpkin seeds. Ugh, not a fan of the seeds. You know what? You know. know what? Pumpkin seeds are outside outside of chia seeds um, is the most uh, nutrients per gram that you can eat is a pumpkin seed. They're like really good for you. Just well, so maybe you I'll know, change my mind. Yeah, maybe I'll try it again. Maybe I mean it's um, been a while. The first commercial pumpkin beer like sold was in the 1980s. <laughs> so like uh that was a george washington brewing company um which i don't, I don't even know if that exists anymore um makes let's, sense 80s that you could like oh i want a pumpkin beer and you're a real fancy beer store we talked Seems a lot like about uh it. we talked a lot about creep show tonight um how many people died in the first creep show i'll give you a three death spread on this one okay i'm gonna go through this i'm gonna try to figure this out um the very so first creep show. Yeah, you get the first story, which is the Father's Day one. Um, Harris Father's definitely Day. dies. Yep. Let's see. Got um, Jordy Verrill was the next. There's there's story. there's two characters that survive till the end to like see the reveal, like oh, but then also you have like the the dad dies. Do you count that? Even though it's like yeah, part any of the story, death, but in any the past. death. Okay. Well, so, I mean, death on screen, death on screen. Oh, okay, I gotcha. So maybe like. Maybe like three in that first story, maybe two. And then you got, uh, yeah, Gordy Farrell definitely blows his brains out. Spoiler. Sorry. Sorry about that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Gordy dies. Um, oh, shit. Okay, Billy definitely goes. Thank God. She had to go. She's gone. Uh, dude survives. Oh man, so that's what are we up to? Like maybe like five or six now. Um, if you can only hold your breath, they get revenge. Um, so that's another two, I think. I'll go seven. Wait, wait, hold on. There's the story that that connects all of them, and it's the boy and his dad. The voodoo the doll. Boys, yeah, the boy voodoo dolls his dad. I don't know if the dad dies though, or just experience. I'm gonna go eight. I'll add one more. Eight. All right. Um, sorry, but it's fifteen. It's fifteen Whoa. people died. Fifteen. Did people I forget died. a whole story or something? Uh, Father's Day is uh, the the highest death count. You forgot about the cockroach guy. That's the last story. Yeah, in there. he he dies. Yeah, but those, uh, yeah, that's only one. You got the crate. There was a handful in the crate that died. Well, I was way off. If it, if I said yeah. eight, and you the answer is fifteen. I'm way off. Yeah, you're way off. Uh, another wow. creep show question, ish. Um, so Stephen King, that was the second role that he, um, ever was an actor in. What was the only movie that Stephen King directed? What was the only movie that Stephen King directed? Oh man. Uh, 
Such a weirdo. It's nothing recent for sure. So it's got to be back in that 80s, 90s era. Um, I, I would... Uh, uh, I'm going to guess um, Sleepwalkers, which was like the cat people movie. Yeah, that uh, was if 93. If you haven't seen Sleepwalkers, <laughs> whether or not I'm right, you have to watch that one too. That's a good one. <laughs> I think I love so that movie. Good. When you uh, watch it, you, you'll have no idea. You'll just that was be one of those VHS tapes that we wore out <laughs> as kids. Um, the correct answer is Maximum Overdrive. Oh, the truck one, right? The or truckers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, all right well i called this i'm just you know you can't laugh if you're hearing this i i knew this would happen i'm terrible at at trivia (laughs) the last question is called uh the categories could have been a joker so these are uh uh all the people that were considered for the joker role in the 1989 batman it's a multiple choice you have to tell me which one of them um was not considered for joker Okay. Seems fair. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, A is Ray Liotta. B is Al Al Pacino. Uh, three is or three. C is Willem Dafoe. D is Robin Williams, and E is John Lithgow. Which one of those was not considered for the Joker role in 1989? Oh, um, famously, right between... famously taken by Jack Nicholson. Yeah, right now I'm between A and... Did you give me five options? Is that what you said? I did, yeah. Ray Liotta, Al Pacino, Willem Dafoe, Robin Williams, and John Lithgow. I'm just saying, I do a lot of trivia, and when I think of multiple choice, I think of uh, A to D. Well, I got to lower the percentage of... uh... All right, so I'm between A and E right now. (laughs) Okay. Um, And was uh what was the last one was the last one robin williams uh the last one was john lithgow Lithgow. yeah okay and what was a ray Liotta. oh man um i'll say uh for the time ah, shit i'll say lithgow it was al pacino al pacino was really yeah i thought i thought i heard that nope Nope. All apparently, uh, Robin Williams Ooh, and uh, I'm the Joker. And here's what I want to do. I want <laughs> to keep going. I want to find Batman, <laughs> and I, I want to kill him. <laughs> Ooh, Come on now, Batman. He's been up my no, ass but for you got You're doing. You're doing old Al Pacino. You got to do the younger. You got to do younger Al Pacino. You want me to fucking kill the Batman? I'll kill the fucking Batman. You want to kill the fucking Batman? I'll kill the fucking Batman. Uh yeah, the right answer is Al Pacino. He's uh he was never considered. Ray Liotta and uh, Robin Williams were actually offered the role, um uh but they turned it down uh due to other obligations. Um William Willem Dafoe was what is, is originally who Tim Burton wanted for the role. Um, and then uh, John Lithgow um apparently auditioned for the role but was not offered the part. So yeah, Al Pacino. Now, That's... I know your name is, now, now I know your name is Bruce Wayne, and you're the <laughs> king of Gotham. <laughs> but are you the king of crime? Oh, but come on now. <laughs> Vicky Vale, she's got an ass. Come on, you got to be excited about this Irishman movie, right? <laughs> Have you heard of the hype on this thing? I, I'm, I'm not on the train right now. 
I'm not. Do, I'm do not you not like those Scorsese? Do you not like those Scorsese movies like Casino no, and? No, here's what's funny is I absolutely do, but I'm like caught up in, you know, video game world and, um, like as far as my YouTube, I like, like my YouTube consumption as far as like trailers and videos I'm watching, uh, that one, I still haven't seen it, and r- at this point I've gone this far. I'm like, I'm gonna ride it out, and I'm just gonna go see it knowing nothing because yeah. right now i don't know a lot about the plot i know it's uh scorsese scorsasa and he's getting de niro back and pacino right like yeah. all the boys and and joe pesci it's his first and movie pesci. in like 15 years yeah yeah they got the pesh back fresh off of home alone 2 lost in new york joe no, pesci's gonna eight heads in a duffel bag but yeah <laughs> we got it we're good yeah and so um and so I feel like I made it this far. I'm going to ride it out and just watch it. Oh, but is it I movie think it's time? Be Can awesome. we talk about the movies we saw? It's movie recently? time. It's movie time, John. Movie tell time. me about tell me about your movies, man. Dude, Sunday night, I went out by myself. I was going to meet uh, TV's Joe Gazzaro, but then he um, just like couldn't do Flaked. it. Flaked. Yeah. You know, yeah. Last minute, like oh, I can't, I can't make it. And I was like, kind of already, you know, on my way. And I was okay. like, well. I'm going. I'm going to go see okay. this movie. I went and saw Ad Astra. The uh, Oh, you did? Rep. Yeah, I did. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm like a huge uh, uh, space nerd, sci-fi nerd. Like um, Brad Pitt? I mean, come on. Everyone loves Brad Pitt. Dude, and, and, to, and Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones Lee. is his dad. Yeah. Oh, come on. Don't spoil um, so, it, but how many no, Rusty Shares badges would you give it? it? I can't spoil it because you just have to watch it. And um, people are comparing it to... Uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, like that correlation has already really? happened. Really, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's deep. It's not action-packed. Don't look for, um, you know, the uh, trailers like, I've heard of kind uh, of sell like it. The Martian sell it. or Red yeah. Planet or uh, Red Armageddon. Planet. Nice like, pull. Don't, yeah, don't don't look for that movie. <laughs> okay. But if you want like a deep dive into, it's uh, so it's it's just set in the near future. Okay. Space travel is a thing we do. Sure. And plot go. It's fun. You're gonna like you it. You liked it. So wait, on a, a scale of one to ten, how many rusty sheriff's badges would you give it? Um, I'm gonna go nine, just because I had so much fun. I, I mean, it could have been set and setting. Well, and then, you know what? Did you IMAX it? Like, what kind? What was your viewing experience like? I went. I, I went IMAX. Yeah, AMC. All right, man. Me and you are typically in sync, so. Well, and I don't do that often. Like that movie, I saw the trailer and I said, "Hold on, you got Brad Pitt." It was it was not marketed a lot. I don't think it just kind of yeah, no. Snuck I think they, in there. I, I agree. I agree. They did not market the shit out of it. Who Typically, was the director? Do you know who the director was? Um, I should know, but I I don't know. Okay. But yeah, maybe Ang Lee. Probably. I don't know. I have no it idea. It might be. It um, might actually be Ang Lee. <laughs> no, it's know. James Gray. There you go, there you go. But um, if you're if you're a sci-fi dweeb and you just like haven't had that, oh okay. Of, uh, he did a uh, Lost City of Z, which I I hadn't seen. He did We Own the Night. Um, this might be his biggest film that he's done, honestly. At this point, yeah, the dude doesn't sound familiar at all. I mean, um, but yeah, watch it. Go check it out. Okay. I loved all it. Right. I thought it was awesome. Your okay. turn. Okay. What did you watch? Um, what? Uh, well, in terms of what I haven't talked to you about, I saw the new Child's Play movie, and I thought it was 
up but right, a it was bunch of shit yeah it was yeah, awful it was like bought. why why would you first off here's my thing here's my thing poop soup it's a cool idea it's essentially if your amazon alexa decides to kill you right um that's a better idea than p- attaching that to an already successful franchise like child's play and that was what just that, make it its own movie right yeah, just make just do a just yeah. do a smart home movie that's gonna kill you that's and have little, yeah and have have some little doll and give it a you know create a whole different identity for the doll you know like make it I a think, unicorn yeah. or something you know but um, yeah. I think on the business side though that's a situation where they look at it and they say oh it's an established franchise yeah. we will guaranteed make you know. 40 million more than than we normally would have you know well if we and just you know call it child's play do you, you know, know where that comes from so mancini is the director of the 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 original child's play he owns he he in his contract owns to write the rights to chucky so anything with chucky in the title he owns the rights to there was some weird contractual either loophole or error where child's play was owned by new line cinemas. And so they decided to fucking use it. But here's the weird thing. We have another, we have another Chucky movie coming out this year and it's still part of the same like, um, Canon of all the other movies. Um, so it's weird. It's weird, and I just didn't like it. Just watch the first three, and you're good. That's all you need. Those I are like all them all. The play I mean, I even like the goofy ones. That you need. Curse, Curse of Chucky is actually really good. Have you seen that yeah, one? I, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I stopped watching, but I didn't see like Bride and Seed. Like you, you should watch kids those. John. It's Halloween time. Watch them. Watch them. They're fun. They're super fun. Maggie would love them, by okay. the way, because it's it also. It's one of those movies that makes fun of itself as you're watching it. So it's like it's satisfying to, I don't know, like my wife, anytime we're it's something I love and it's also like Leprechaun. Let's let's talk about Leprechaun in the Hood. That's a perfect example. Like um, if you like the Leprechaun movies, you're going to love it. But if you don't like the Leprechaun movies, you're also going to love it because it makes fun of itself the entire time, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Fired up okay. in multiple ways. Um, all of them. Watch them all, right? The other movie, See? I watched, uh, I, I talked about this, but um, we had our, we do Scary Movie Night every Saturday in October. Um, and last Saturday, we had a bunch of friends over, and we watched Cabin in the Woods. We uh, we get a projector out. We, we, we get a fire going. We made hot buttered rum, John. I've never had that in my life. And I looked up an old recipe, and we made hot buttered rum, and we we drank hot buttered rum, and watched a scary movie outdoors, and it was just awesome, man. And uh, we watched Cabin in the Woods, which is hands down one of my probably top. It's in my top ten movies of all time. I just love that movie to death. So um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's your classic horror setup. A bunch of college kids go into a cabin in the woods and um, they go into a cellar and they pick up um, a certain item and read it. And, and then, of course, that um, brings in the horror elements. And it's also uh, Chris Hemsworth, but pre-Thor Chris Hemsworth. And uh, so, yeah, have you you've seen this flick, right, John? What's the title? Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. 
I was going to say, it's amazing. It's so it's, good. It's got yeah, everyone, it's got a it's, few it's a, twist. It's got a few well, twists it's a, it's, in it. It's just a giant like tribute to the genre. It's, it, it's you'll love it. Yeah, Drew Goddard. Um, uh, it's it's just amazing. Yeah. So I re um, I recently watched um uh, just a uh, like as an aside the uh, uh, Burn After Reading, which uh, also has that guy. What's what's that actor's name? Oh, Bald feller. He's great. Um. He's great. I don't know his name. Look um, it up. I'm looking, man. Um, but anyways, um, that movie, Coen Brothers. Richard Jenkins. Richard yeah, Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So check out old Dick Jinks on uh, on Netflix. That uh, Burn After Reading is on there right now. So good. That's a great movie, man. Brad. That's one of my favorite Brad Pitt roles, and and uh, John Malkovich for that for that matter. Yeah. No, he's a mess. Clooney's great in it. He, he's banging all these girls and then going on jogs. It's great. Um, I Cohen also Brothers. I went ahead and got a uh, a Shutter subscription. And man, if I could pick a sponsor, I would want them to be a sponsor of this podcast. Are you Shut- tired of light coming through your windows? <laughs> Come to Shutter.com. We'll get you set up. It's a Shutter. subscription-based Shutter system. Are you? You want to change the secondary color on your house every month? We got you covered. Got you covered. Shutter.com. Enter the promo code R A D D A D. Rad. Get a four percent discount on your first month of Shutters.com. <laughs> no Shutter. Segway Joel into a new uh, sponsor that we have. I know. I know. Shutter is a, a horror film subscription service, and I, if you guys wanted, I'm, I'm gonna plug another podcast. It's called Dead Meat. It's a, it's a very California horror film podcast, and I say that because both of the hosts sound like stereotypical like Valley Girl, <laughs> like oh my god, have you seen? No, I listen to a VR podcast that is from a. It's like the main one of the main guys is from California. It's hilarious. He says "bra" all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's listen, it's, bra. You're listen. gonna want to go out and get that new headset. Oh my god, you I'm have at to the see this right now. And yeah. these specs are dope. These are fire specs, bra. And he's like a forty-year-old dude talking about VR oh, in his cool. basement. It's hilarious. So Shudder is a it's an all horror <laughs> it's an all horror film. If you put in the code Dead Meat thirty um, at Shudder.com, you'll get a full month for free. That's what I did. I figured October's the month to do it, and it's it's oh man, John, it's just heaven for me. It's a lot of eighties like movies that when we would go into Blockbuster with mom as kids, and you know we're picking out the movie to go with our whatever pizza that we're going to have that night. It's all the movies we <laughs> wanted to watch, but couldn't watch. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing, man. It's uh, uh slumber party massacre, slumber party massacre Two, chopping mall. Uh, it's just, Oh my God. It's just so great. So I've been having it's a lot of mind fun. boggling when you think of all the horror films that are out there that you haven't seen. There's like a, a, it's a huge genre like especially in the uh like 80s and 90s yeah. they just they were cranking those things oh yeah man it's i mean it's funny it's uh i think people look back at the 2000s and and say that about zombie stuff because that was just like 
every film was a zombie related film in the early the 2000s zombie, you know? yeah but the zombie uh, bubble of t- the mid 2000s here's yeah. the thing i gotta tell you though shutter has their own original creep show series that just debuted debut debuted the second episode debuted. came out debuted, debuted thank you the second episode came out today i haven't seen it yet but i watched the first episode um, the same production company to, that does Walking Dead um, makes the the creep show the creep show series. So it's Greg Nicotero, um, Tom Savini, Stephen King is writing episodes. Um, it uh, it's amazing. It's 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 awesome, John. Um, I want you to go ahead and put that code in just so you can watch these. Just so you can watch Creep Show. Um, the fir- I won't spoil it, but the first episode was um it had two stories in it the first one was very stephen king like main town big storm comes in and a kid um goes to the general store where the sheriff the town doctor and then the woman played by adrian barbeau billy from the crate uh sequence that we talked about earlier she's an old she's an older woman now um, the kid comes in and is he's he's trying to buy beer for his dad, and that's like the the plot setup. And uh, the second episode is about a dollhouse, and it has the little girl that plays Judith in the Walking Dead series. She's the main kind of main character in it, and it's okay. really cool, man. It's like uh, every time she looks in her dollhouse, there's a different scene, and she didn't set it up, so it's like the dollhouse is kind of showing a story. And uh, it's like a haunted house in her dollhouse, and it's really cool. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And it just to- it told and the creepers in it. It's and you know the first the first uh, creep show the creeper was a was let me think he wasn't a cartoon character. Was he a cartoon? In the second one, he was a cartoon character. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. sorry. In the first one, in the first one, he was a cartoon character. In the second one, he's like a real guy in a mask. Remember, he's loading the comic books on the truck. It's the one where the kid like hates his dad. I think it was the first one. The first he shows one, up, like at the window, and he's he's real. He's like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. And this and this one, he's like a. The muffin. second one's entirely animated, and it's like the Venus flytrap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. In this, uh, the creeper is like a muppet, like a cre- like a almost like a Tales from a Crypt style dude. You know, like a Yoda or something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's just like a muppet. Like he's just controlled by a, a muppeteers, if you will. Is but, he bony, uh, and does he have like a cool cloak over his body? He does. Yeah, and glowing okay. red eyes. Yeah. Um, so Shutter, <laughs> John, please find a way to get like put in that code Dead Meat Thirty. You get a whole month of it for free, Wait, and then even what, what's if you the for- code, man, Dead Meat Thirty. And then if you forget to pay, it's only like five bucks a month after that. You know, it's not nice. that much. So, okay, yeah, I'm man, sold, sold. I love those uh, shitty horror movies. They're they're so fun, you know, and, and completely unexpected. You have no idea what you're getting into because all of these horror movies. Guess what? Outside of the, you know, seventeen minutes of gore and action and violence. They have to write a plot <laughs> that drives yeah, no all shit. the characters through the story. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh-huh. And they're often trash. Yeah, but you it's can so get good. A, you can get it yeah, you can get a good laugh out of that. It's so good. <laughs> 
Um, here's my question for you, man. In the month Ooh. of October, there's some there's some big kind of horror films coming out. We got Joker, which comes out tomorrow. Um, we have Zombieland 2, which comes out in a couple weeks. And then at the end of the month, we have Doctor Sleep. Uh, which one are you most ex- if you you get you get one ticket you get one well, movie ticket I don't ticket. know what um the third one is Doctor Sleep I don't I've not heard of that movie Well let me tell you Doctor Sleep Please. is the, is the sequel to The Shining starring Ewan McGregor as a grown-up Andy Okay Okay interested Yep you should um as soon as this is over look up the trailer it's great I will No I will um what what what, what were the other two again we got the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. I'm real have, hot on that one. We have Zombieland 2 with uh, Woody Harrelson and, 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 and the gang. A given, um, but I don't know if I'll see it in uh, the theater. Okay, you know so I mean? he, that might be more of a direct download situation. Um, so if I, I give you, you're only Joker, allowed to yeah, see. I'm, I'm on Joker right now. Yeah, I'm on Joker too. I would see <laughs> Joker. Right. There it is. <laughs> yeah. But, that's uh, great. Joaquin Phoenix is a beast. He's like uh, Daniel Day, or like uh, I put uh, I put Jakey Gyllenhaal up there. Like uh, there's like some real yeah. actors out there yeah. that are um, they're doing something more than um, reading the script and you know looking cool on camera. They're they're doing stuff with characters in so many movies that I've seen with these guys we're talking about, like. I don't know. They're digging in. They're they're getting in there. Yeah, they're like, I like doing that. something weird that like people shouldn't be doing, like pretending so good that it kind of is an emotional thing or something. That's weird. Well, that's the thing about the Joker character though, is uh, you have to kind of let your yourself literally go. You have to just kind of be the Joker, and that's what I'm excited to see. It, it the character it. It started as, um, I don't know when the shift happened, but like it started as this character of just total whimsy, um, absolute just goofiness, your standard clown fare. And then it turned into um, like maniacal, deranged, um, I don't know, killer. Uh, He's not... He's not really a killer just to kill, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's bizarre, the character. So, like, what I'm wondering is do they tie in Batman to this movie, right? Is there, like, a little Batman nod? Well, I mean, we, know, we, some- we know Thomas Wayne is a character. And from the trailers, we know that there's a little boy in front of a mansion, and he reaches through a gate and, like, does the smiley face with his fingers on the little boy. So... A lot of people think that's young Bruce Wayne. Um, so yeah, who knows? And I mean, Todd Phillips, the director, famously known for the Hangover series. Um, he, did, he did old school as well. <laughs> uh-huh. um, he's like up and down said that he that as far as he knows, this is a standalone movie. This isn't going to tie into any other like DC universe or anything like that. But if this movie makes a few. <laughs> like several million dollars, you know what I mean? A couple hundred million yeah. dollars. I I don't they'll, see they'll Warner pursue it, man. And and then and then the next the next big leap is, you know, we got this Robert Pattinson Batman movie, The Batman that's coming out. Um 
it's I, I don't know. I feel like it's fair to say that this will tie into that Batman. Have you have you seen the trailer for the new um it's like Suicide Squad, it's uh Harley Quinn. Like a Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. That looked kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm just kind of, uh, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, it's yeah, just, I, we I just got to kind of see. Because Suicide Squad was, I don't know, I thought it was not great. Um, yeah. So. No, we'll it, no, it sucked balls. What are you talking yeah. about? That was yeah, I, I watched good. it just so I could watch the cinema sins on it, and, and it would make sense. Yeah. Um, John, um, Tom Holland was able to work a deal and is now back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this. This is good. Uh, yeah. what, what, I think the agreement was for... It's a two-picture deal. One more, no, I, yeah, I heard one more Spider-Man, like one yep. more mainline Spider-Man MCU, yep. and then I heard another Avengers picture. Well, or like something. Marvel Studio produced, basically. It could be Young yeah. Avengers, you know, who, who knows what it's going to be. But. It could be, you know any of the other movies they have planned and he could just be a side character but you know what we get two more yep that's that's gonna be like five years from now the other theory i the other theory i heard is sony is gonna start their own spider-man and that that could become the clone and that they'll once tom holland's done with mcu they'll bring him over and do the clone wars which is the uh scarlet spider story arc which would be kind yeah, of yeah. Cool. That would be that'd be awesome. I'd be into. I'd be in for that. I I, um, I honestly I'm fine with how this is playing out. The weird thing is we live in a day and age which is all of this stuff is public for some reason. Um, yeah. You know, we were talking about like '89 Batman and all the people that might well, have played Joker. No one would have yeah. known that if people didn't write books and do interviews. You know, like um, yeah. We live in a day and age now where we know everything that's going on, and it's really weird. And I'm just I'm just fine with it. It's just like don't read the news, look at the trailers, use your money, buy a well, it's ticket like, to the movies you like want to see. Well, think about it this way: like as far as your personal entertainment is concerned, what is more entertaining? Uh, everything going smooth and Spider-Man continuing to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or the entertainment of all the political drama and you know, movie drama and production drama shit that comes out of Spider-Man not being, you know, stay, staying with that, whatever production company, like it switching hands and it's a win-win. And I said this last time, I said this last time, man, it's a win-win because it's a win because we're going to, we're, we're definitely going to see the far from home storyline play out, you know? Um, and then the other win is we're definitely going to see Tom Holland with with Tom Hardy and doing a Venom movie. So like it's a win win. So yeah. like as consumers, and they've already teased Carnage. So let's go. Yeah, yeah. As consumers, we're fine. Just let them. Yeah. They're gonna wheel and deal, and they're literally playing poker with millions of dollars. Yeah, and let all us them... dummies will still go buy the ticket to whatever Spider Man movie comes yeah. out because Spider Man's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and and Kevin Feige, they're buying now. Sony is buying story ideas from Marvel, so like it's all yeah. fine. It's all fine. Just relax. Yeah. Either way, no matter which way the coin flips, it's like yeah. we, the audience will still get sick movies, and and in and like and like I was saying, like the entertainment of that. So if that when they if and when they do separate for real for real, 
after these two movie deals or whatever, there will be a day where you get to go see the new, the first Spider-Man attempt from just Sony. And if it blows, then that's a blast online. You know, you get to like see everyone's reviews. It's not going to blow though. It's not going to blow. Venom Venom made $830 million. Yeah, but it could could, though. That possibility exists. And that's, what's exciting about it is like, you get to witness this um, entertainment companies gamble live you know what i'm saying so like the movie will release that will happen okay they're gonna take spider-man back they're gonna release their first movie and everyone gets to see is it good or is it you know a shitty movie (laughs) and it'll have you know everyone will have their eye on it it'll it'll be fun yeah i wouldn't worry about it is that is that more entertaining or is it is it more entertaining to just be like okay business as usual Spider-Man stays where he is. I mean, it's a stupid thing to talk about. Well, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, Kevin Feige. He's obviously he's he's put this he's put together something unprecedented. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is is it's a special thing that we may never get an Avengers Endgame again. Like that's a what we've experienced in our lifetime is pretty special. But Sony made. Into the Spider Verse, which is really special. It's the first film to go up against a Pixar film and and win an Academy Award. Um, Venom made $830 million, and that is a a hokey idea. That's a pretty wild out there idea. Like, I, Sony has, they have all the resources to do something just as great. And if the two are working together, I don't see how that's a bad thing. And I think yeah. people need to just relax. And so I I was excited to see what we all knew was going to happen. The, the happen Twitter anyway. bullshit was apparently disgusting. It was like all these photos of Iron Man hugging <laughs> Spider-Man. He's like, oh, oh you're God. back, boy. Everything's yeah. going to work out fine. It's like, oh, my God, settle it's, down. And yeah. then when Sony tweeted their, like, announcement that, like, okay, we're going to let Spider-Man be in – you know, a couple more Marvel movies. Um, they were like, re- the way they announced it was like a reverse, um, sort of like dusting of Tom Holland from. Oh wow! Okay, that's yeah. Cool. And so they they like reverse <laughs> the dusting with the from the Thanos snack. Uh, yeah. Snap. What was that from? Uh, Infinity not War. Game, but Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So I think that's cool. Posting that meme <laughs> and then like, it's just I don't know. That's good. There was, it's like hype. there were so many. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of like over the Iron Man, uh, Spider Man. Like, yeah. you're my dad. The Uncle Ben. Uh, yeah, that's and his all Uncle the Ben though. Stuff. It's like yeah, yeah. But we got to move on, man. If they yeah. if they milk that too much more, I'm gonna be a little. Well, I don't know. I think M- Sony. I think oh, Sony Stark. said, oh, "Okay, you can use Spider Man, but you can't use Uncle Ben." So I think they're holding on to that that emotional part of the story. And I still think we're going to see an uncle Ben storyline at some point with Tom Holland. Okay. So, all right, man. Um, we're at, we're towards the end of the show and we're at Rando ween John. Um, at the last episode, we teased, um, a rando box of different ideas. And the way this is going to work is I'm going to have you pick, uh, a number between 1 and 20. 1 and 20, John. And if you, uh, depending on the number that you pick, 
um, we will uh, pick a theme for the upcoming Halloween episode as we get to our our our, our this is the first of five Halloween episodes. Um, what's the theme? And so I want you to think 20, like you came up with twenty. I did, yeah. That's um, a lot, Joel. You should have said one in five. You should have narrowed it, brah. You think so? I don't know. I'm I'm ready to see what I pick, though. I'm excited. Okay. okay. So tell me, uh, give me a number between one and twenty. Um, let's go three. What's behind door number three, baby? Door number three. Let's look. What's right in there? Here. Is it is it zombies? Is it pumpkins uh, that have uh, aborted? babies inside of them <laughs> no, controlling no, them like pumpkin no, robots no Sorry. what it's, do we got what did i get door number three <laughs> it's werewolves so next episode hey. will be our werewolf theme episode so john here's my question for you okay what, what's what if you think of a werewolf movie what's your Are you gonna say what's my favorite yeah what's like if, oh, you, if you're gonna watch you any werewolf movie what is it yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, american werewolf and in london duh okay it's, duh. A, it's the best I would have said Teen Wolf. That would have been my. Uh, that would have been my. No, pick. that's a party movie. That's a teen movie. <laughs> All right. It's not a werewolf movie. All right. So how about this? We'll spend. We'll spend. Uh, we'll spend a little bit of time. We'll just talk about how awesome American Werewolf in London is. Listeners at home, uh, do yourself a favor. But in the next week, watch American Werewolf in London, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. John, is there a werewolf video game that you can think of? Well, real um, quick, just if you're searching that movie, be very careful. It's not American Werewolf in Paris. No, that's garbage. It's American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Okay. Make the sure one you with get it real right. effects. Sam Winston effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about video game? What's a good werewolf video game? Oh, geez. Um, oh, what do you call it? The... Oh, you know what? I'm going to. All right. Here we go. I was gonna say the one that was done by Telltale Games. What was that called? The it was like a um, it just like every character was a wolf sort of among monster. us. A wolf yeah, the among wolf us. among us. Yeah. That was gonna be the one I was gonna recommend. But because I'm such a VR nerd, well, uh, the one John, I want to recommend. You want is called... one that people can play. Oh, okay. Not just the elite. Uh... <laughs> well, what what were you gonna say? I don't want to cut you off. It's no, it's called it's called Wolves in the Wall. And it's, oh, cool. it's more of an experience than it is a game. It takes like, you know, 20 or 30 minutes and uh, it was like free and it won like, you know, awards for, I don't know how, how, uh, wh- what do you call that? The Grammys? Apparently the Grammy has like an interactive uh, segment or something okay. like that. Wait, Grammys okay. are music. What That's am I thinking? Music. Emmys. It won Emmys. an Emmy award. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was for best like interactive experience or something like that. And okay. uh, anyways, there's a little, little girl that has a cool art style, and the game like forces you to um, use like your play area. So you have to like crouch down or put your head near things to hear certain things. Like oh cool. Uh, the audio is done really well. Like where you have to like put your ear to the wall a couple times. And okay. um, yeah, it's called uh, okay. Wolves in the Wall, and okay. it is it's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Um, but well, norm- I- normally, the uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Wolves Among Us. So, yeah. Well, I will say uh, the best werewolf video game I can think of is Skyrim, 
And John, I know uh, you've been wanting to get into this, but there's a really cool werewolf storyline. It's early in the game, so it's not hard to, you know, you can get in the game, you can get to it quickly. Um, you want to talk to Varkas, and uh, and uh, yeah, you're good to go. Um, it's in Winterfell, but uh, yeah, I would recommend playing a little bit of Skyrim and getting your werewolf on because next week is going to be a werewolf themed Rad Dad Radio episode. Oh. Um, John, as maybe we should probably get the thousand dollar dog on for that episode. I feel like we should probably. uh, Yeah, he. I think he would enjoy that. Um, There's a bunch of werewolf movies to watch. I'm trying to think of other werewolf games, but yeah, Um, get your get your wolf on. You know what is a really good movie? Is the original just werewolf movie? It's uh, like yeah. really Wolfman. old. Yeah, Wolfman. it's like really old school. You know what? What I've been wanting to style, black and white. It's yeah. fun. It's a good. It's a good story. I've been wanting to rewatch the Benicio del Toro and Anthony Hopkins werewolf remake. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's what I'll do. But yeah, here's the assignment. Uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Wolf. Wolf is a good movie. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's in that as well. Um, Pfeiffer. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, watch American Werewolf in London. We'll talk about it next episode. Play a little yeah, bit of Skyrim. A, let's, do a, let's do a rundown. You you have to watch American Werewolf in London. Teen uh, Wolf. Teen. Well, you that have wasn't to. on the list, but put fine. it on the list. Yes, put it on the list. Yep. Um, uh, Creep Show. Creep Show Two. Uh, Ad oh. Astra. I really enjoyed that. You you should watch that. Okay. Uh, well, there were more movies that we said you have to watch i think that was it the child's play one two and three <laughs> yeah not uh, well important. yeah yeah you, you don't have to go further but one two and three that's that's the good yeah. shit yeah and then um yeah i think that i think that was it i think that covered the and the play watch list. friday the 13th with me ladies and yes. gentlemen this is rad dad radio episode 30 my name is super shark johnson this is my brother creamy johns cream of egbert Thank you for tuning hey, in to episode for listening. 30. Check out the, yeah, out the, uh, the Instagram at, at Egbert Cream. At Egbert Cream, uh, at Rad Dad October. Radio, Rad Dad Radio 1 at gmail.com. Uh, I am Super Shark on Xbox, and this is Cream of Egbert on Xbox. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rad Dad Radio. We'll see you next week. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the push. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the Lord, nigga. Grip him Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the trap that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom. To the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga. Cause I'm straight with the block.
trying to stretch up the coca like a wrestler, yes sir. Keep the heck of the close, you know the smokers are tension. But like 52 cards went out, I'm through dealing now. 52 bars come out, now you feel them now. 52 cards roll out, remove ceiling in case 52 bras come out. Now you chilling with a boss, bitch, of cards at C on the sleeve. At the 4040 Club ESPN on the screen. I play the grip for the jeans, plus the slippers is clean. No chrome on the wheels, I'm a grown for real.